the Nerdist School Network. For class and show information, visit NerdistSchool.com. Hi, I'm Trevor Reese. And I'm Chris Vimbrez. And we host the podcast of Two Worlds All About the Flash. You want TV Flash? Got, Got it. it. Comic Book Flash? Got it. Fan Erotica Flash? Got it under my mattress. I got it under my mattress, too. We got everything you need for the speedster of Central City, The Flash. And we got new episodes every Wednesday and Saturday. Make sure to subscribe on iTunes and any of the places you can find podcasts. We are proudly a part of the Nerdist School Network. Speedweed. You could have had it, but you didn't have what it takes. Lindsay raises his right hand up and Lila jumps letting out a little scream as he wriggles his fingers. <laughs> An evil hand. I mean, come on, who does, huh? He gets up and motions towards the guy across from him. Leon doesn't. Charlie doesn't. Ruffles the hair of the guy sitting on Lila's other side and looks at Nathan. You know who gave me an evil hand, right? Nathan doesn't move. I've been writing kill, kill, kill on everything. It's crazy. It's crazy. Anything could happen. Alan. Alan. How are you? Alan reaches for his gun, but Lindsay slugs him, whoosh, sending his earpiece dangling down his neck. And grabs the gun Alan is reaching for and presses it to the guard's chest. Alan raises his hands. Uh-oh. He shoots the guard in the foot while looking at Nathan. Oh, that's going to hurt in the morning. Alan is hopping around on one foot. And Lindsay pushes him to the floor before waving the gun at the people sitting around the table. Stop, evil hand. Stop it. Fires a few shots in Nathan's direction, shattering some pottery behind him and making Nathan flinch a bit. I just can't control my evil hand. He walks up to Nathan's end of the table. Nathan, I'm so proud that you chose me. He ruffles Charlie's hair as he walks past him. Charlie, if I had been in your shoes, I would have chosen Lila. Lila turns to stare at Lindsay. Let me tell you why. Do you have any idea the hours this chick has logged? Huh? The file she has on you guys? Deep stuff. Ronnie, your stock manipulations. Nathan's little offshore accounts. Can you imagine if something were to happen to this girl and those files got back to the senior partners? <laughs> They'd eat you alive. Lila looks at him with a frown. Mm. She's been working overtime, boys. She's everything you ever dreamed of. Lila's your guy. Me? Leans down on the table next to Nathan, who looks straight ahead. I'm unreliable. I've got this evil hand issue. And I'm bored with this crap. And besides, I'm leaving, so if you want to chase me, be my guest. And remember... Holds up his hand. Evil. Knocks on the table with his right hand. My part! (laughs) Children. Lindsay quietly to Lila as he passes her. Good luck. Lila jumps, putting her hand over her mouth. And then turns to stare at Lindsay as he walks through the door. He gives her a big grin and waves his right hand in the air. Evil! That was like a dip. We did it a little different today. I know we did. There was Foley. There was stepping on other people's lines. <laughs> there was just double Foley, I think. Yeah, I think <laughs> double was, Foley. I think the Foley just sounded so fun. Mm-hmm. We all wanted to do it. What a trip. I appreciate, Ryan, that you said, okay, we've got two options. Uh-huh. And then I said, let me stop you right there. <laughs> if one of the options is evil hand, I'm taking it. <laughs> evil hand. Evil, that monologue, it makes Every annoying Lindsay moment that there's ever been worth it. Yeah. To get to Evil well, Hand. I thought it was, and it was such a funny monologue too. Yes. Because mm-hmm. Evil Hand is such a like, because the whole time, I mean, this whole time I'm thinking, I just 
listened to the episode of How This Get Made where they yeah. did body parts. Is yeah. That- mm-hmm. And I was like, is that this episode? Yeah. Because it's there's kind of this episode. Hand. It's and- kind of that episode of The Simpsons. Oh, mm-hmm. I thought you were going the Devin Sawa film, Idle Hands. Idle Hands. Oh. Which I think Seth Green is a secondary lead in. I, I think feel that's like right. there is so much, like, I feel like that's generally in our cultural milieu, which is like evil body parts infecting a person. Well, it also is that thing of like, I can't control myself, mm-hmm. so I'm not responsible for things I do. Mm-hmm. Uh, but okay, evil hand, like you can call the hand evil. Evil hand doesn't actually do anything evil. No, and, well, and it's it not evil. That evil. Right. It just turns out it's his old friend. Right. And his friends, like, that was, guys, I didn't. Cry, cry, but I felt that sad. was really sad. It was really sad. I do we, I I don't remember. Have we met this character before? No. Okay, so he's just he's, he's like just, a a yeah. background. Like right. he knew Lindsay probably before Lindsay was in the mailroom because he's like I used to work with you in the mailroom, which also that isn't really how becoming a lawyer works. But this is well, I mean maybe Lindsay did it like a less traditional route where mm-hmm. he started in the mailroom, then became a legal secretary, and, and then, then he was like an paralegal apprentice. classes, and oh, then yeah, you can actually get become a member of the bar if you like apprentice under a judge for a while, which mm-hmm. is weird. Hmm. It's very rare. Here's you the have thing: to take though, the what bar, we know about but... Lindsay, he grew up in a shack. Children right. died. All of his all family died. All of his family was dying <laughs> were, left and right. No, like literally, Seriously. they were dying left and right. He said that he was like, "I grew up in a shack. Ten brothers and sisters. ten brothers sisters. People were dying left and right." He's like, "They were dying of the flu left and right." Yeah, like how he grew up so poor that it so wouldn't poor. shock me if he moved to the city, got a job in the mailroom, and worked his way up to be like because that's very him. Patrick, I yeah. know you look shocked, but have you seen his truck? I have. I have seen his truck. <laughs> And and I know Angel loves this truck. Uh, Angel, he loves- stole this truck recently. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, I recall. <laughs> and that was when Lindsay got Country Boy on him. I mean, Country Boy Lindsay's back though. I guys, he- I love Lindsay. <laughs> oh my god, what? No, me. Okay, only because of this episode though. Yeah, like yeah, all this- other appearances of Lindsay, I'm like, fuck this guy. Okay, mm-hmm. when he puts on his cowboy boots in that other episode. It was more like mm. we talked about shipping and anti-shipping. I like anti-loved him. Like yeah. I just wanted more of him putting on a belt buckle and yeah. then going Oh my god, like a range. big old belt buckle. Yeah. Oh, a I montage of him doing like country boy stuff. Yes. With one hand. Yeah. With one hand. <laughs> oh my god. Oh gosh. Okay. But yeah, so the plot of Dead End is Lindsay. Can we okay. talk about the title of this episode? Because yeah. we talk about the titular line, the titular line when Gunn says, "Well, I guess that's a dead end," because they're like following yeah. clues. There's too much of a beat after he says it. Too. Yeah, <laughs> I was like, Ugh! "Like, let's all look and point." <laughs> um, it doesn't mean anything, right? Dead end. Are we? Um, okay, okay. Um, I think there's a couple um, things. Okay. Um. Well. Oh, like a dead end job. Dead end job. Okay, and Which like he has Lindsay right. has right, and I yeah, those people in the things. Like and so they want, or at least that dude wants a dead yeah. end. And his solution is to take a U-turn out he of wants, that dead end. He wants a life end. They should call it cul-de-sac. It, cul-de-sac <laughs> would have been a better title. There we That's go. That's hilarious. Cause that especially because was... of the family at the beginning, too. They're so oh wholesome. It's Daryl from Crazy Ex-Girlfriend. I know. It's in oh, my notes. I didn't realize that. And I also don't watch that show. like Daryl before he got divorced. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, that's my read. It's yeah. the same character. It's the same character. Oh, so he, he recovers from his eye wound. And then he goes to Escovina. <laughs> Not that far. Not that far. Um, also, d- was there a resolution of that plot? No. Just they, no. I guess that guy just poked out his eye. But why did he want to poke out his eye? It didn't that was really, what I didn't understand. I don't feel like it fit with what we knew about the body parts. Because the eye was the evil part. Because he was happy when he did it, too. Was the eye evil, though? Or was it the same thing as the hand where it is just begging for death? 
Right. But why would he not at least if he's consciously giving uh, what do you call that? Like mercy to his eye. Yeah. Why doesn't he like hand his son the backpack first? Like because he he still cares about his family. Why is the mercy for this stranger more important? I mean, but d- does he know that that's what's I guess the thing that's confusing is like Daryl. We're just going to call him Daryl. Oh, yeah, he, that's that's, <laughs> that's the character's name. <laughs> name as far as I'm concerned. Um, that Daryl must like do the eye uh, gouging of his own accord. Right. Yeah. Because it's just an evil eye. Or, right. Yeah. It, here was. OK. This was my confusion because C- Cordelia says it's so weird. He was happy when he did it. So it made me feel like he was like not making the decision to do it and it was like mm-hmm. compulsively happening yeah but his hand wasn't evil like right and so if you were why... deciding to do it you would not, not use ha- a butcher knife oh <laughs> i was like you wouldn't feel happy you would it. like use a spoon one you a might spoon? go to a doctor you a might melon use a spoon no you would use a melon baller <laughs> that's so much more humane than a butcher knife How a butcher you... knife into your eye and like what you turn it and pop it out it's not gonna even pop out oh okay the, the uh, thing uh, you go to go to a surgeon and have them remove your eye I'm That's sure you can idea. find some some surgeon that will do that elective surgery for you. Well, especially if, you, if it's a, well, especially if it's an eye. You just say my body's rejecting the eye. Yeah, people, and they'll be like, "We got to run some tests." And be like, "Don't." There's no time. It's rejecting. It's evil. It. It's evil. Also, what does an evil eye do? That's what, what I was wondering. It can't do anything. It can't do anything. It can make things look uh, bad to you, right? It could be like, mm, that guy's like giving you the stink eye." That that was my question too, because like, so the only reason why Lindsay's like hip to something weird being going yeah. like going on is that he's like writing kill 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 yeah so and, how is the eye communicating to well, him and maybe we're maybe just, he just sees kill 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 or maybe oh. there is no evil because what we find out about the kill 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 is it's not an evil thing right, right. it's a begging yeah kill for me for death so maybe it's not an evil eye is it a well, suicidal no, it's... eye maybe it's a suicidal eye but then Okay. I still don't know why he's happy when he does it. I don't get the happy thing. I don't get the happy. It's weird because, like, this would be the kind of question that I don't really need to have answered, except mm-hmm. that Cordelia says it's weird he was happy that when he did it. That was it. Because otherwise I would just be like, mm, magic. Yeah. Well, also, <sighs> why is Cordelia so thrown by this one? I think it's, it's They're like adding intense. up, right? Yeah. That, you're right. I think it's also, yeah, like, it's like she, she can't bounce back as quick as she can. And the show, it, like, knows this, too, yeah. and is, like, showing it to us because, like, the way the show starts, we start with Lindsay, which is mm-hmm. already kind of like a little bit of like we usually start with our heroes, yeah. right? Or whoever is about to get murdered, yes. right? Um, and we start with Lindsay. We get his like morning routine, and then there's a weird transition to the vision, mm-hmm. and then like we bounce out of the vision, like into Cordelia experiencing the vision, right. which is way more disorienting than I think the show usually is. Mm-hmm. Yes, like for a second, I thought maybe we were flashing back to like earlier, and like I thought maybe that chubby kid was Lindsay mm-hmm. or yeah. you know yeah, like sure I, I mean you didn't know that he was so poor I didn't know that he was so, so poor so poor 10 kids flew all the time all the all dead he did not get to go to a school called like the Darcy school or whatever Delancey, Delancey. school no 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 he went to like shit creek tech whoa <laughs> shit that's creek a technical tech. school though he learns a yeah, trade yeah. <laughs> that's good <laughs> he can learn air conditioner repair mm-hmm. he can make almost he can make like $60,000 a year doing that he that's pretty know good what an air conditioner Union. is Ugh. yeah Good gig. Great gig. Good gig. <laughs> um, okay. Can we talk about the guitar as a motif and also... We, uh, okay. There's so much. I the, know I'm opening a door. Yes. But, okay. The first appearance of the guitar made me laugh out loud yeah. maniacally. No, it's I started... So... I kept saying, no! <laughs> I was like, no! No! And he kept playing. 
saying? I know. I like that he fucked up a little at the beginning, though, because he's out of shape. Yeah. Okay, but yeah. the first time we see it is in the closet. And that's and when they I laugh. linger on it no, forever. I, so long. I love that he's like, finally, I can get back to the guitar. <laughs> okay. Which we did not know he was a guitar guy before. Well, okay. Well, so- you should have known. Country boy. Country boy. Pickup truck. <laughs> Little bit of a twang. So have you guys talked at all about Christian Kane and the fact that he is a country rock musician? He's a professional we musician. We haven't talked about that because I did not know that. Okay. I knew it, but I don't know. I only know it like through fandom reasons. Sure. Is he famous like... If you don't watch Angel, like, do regular people know about him? So he was leading a band that uh, was just called Kane. So named after his last name, right? Oh. All right. I um, would have a band called Mogi. Yeah. Oh, I would be I'd in be that in band. band. <laughs> yeah. Oh, my God. Dreams coming true on the cast. <laughs> Woo! <laughs> um, and he, as recently as 2015, put out a solo record. What? Um, called Welcome to My House. <laughs> Wait, hold on. Hold on. Was this Dude, casseroles in Wait, the oven. Was this before after the Flo Rida song? Oh, so there is no song on there called Welcome to My House. It's okay. just. But that would be like me coming out with an album called like Uptown Funk as the name of the album. It's weird. Okay. So 2015, I don't know. Okay. Um, how do you think Welcome to My House is punctuated? Oh, shit. Okay. Uh, <laughs> I didn't even think of okay. this. House is in all caps and there's four exclamation points. <laughs> two. And then two is a, two, a number, a numeral. Two. Well, oh, welcome, comma, for some reason, to my house. <laughs> okay, so I downloaded this record. <laughs> I was hoping to hear that. Uh, so it's just uh, no no comma and only one exclamation point at the Damn. end. But there is an exclamation point at the end That's of it. That's crazy. Um, Why is there punctuation? So Can we listen to a sample? Can we hear, or, so, well, should yeah. we listen to the, the track that has... Um, the line, welcome the, to my house? Yeah, welcome to my house. It's, yeah, it's we, on the, the first track called House Rules. Um, I might, or the house rules. Okay, hold on. This could be an album I start listening to all summer. That's fine. You is can. it like? Does he use rules in two different meanings? No. Is it both that the house is awesome and that there are rules in his house? No. So it's yes. just about the rules in his house. Um, one of the rules being, uh, you keep your hands off the ladies, but they can touch whatever they want. Okay, oh, wait. Is wait. it a strip club? Is his house a strip club? No, I don't think so. That's one of the main rules at strip clubs. Is no touching, but the girls can touch whatever they want. Yeah. <laughs> Kelly cosigns. Yeah. Uh, okay. So, are, are we ready to? Uh, I'm ready to hear it. Uh, okay. Uh, so this is Ryan's got her hands on here. her. Mm-hmm. Uh, this I hope is it goes this is the house rules from Christian Kane's. Welcome to my house. <laughs> is that real? Yeah. I turned it down. Thank you. <laughs> This is a strip club. Yeah, that could be. Yeah. More than the one on the radio, you need a visual component. Oh, that's dead. Welcome to my house, buckle up tight. Everybody sings and drinks and laughs and gets high. It's a country music, a little soul, it's a rock and roll. Rodeo at all time, a red horse sitting around. Everybody's dancing, grooving, and getting on down. So before you come in here, we're still got a house. You better read the house. 
house rules. So that's house rules. Oh my god, that's amazing. Okay, also I love the line. Leave your troubles at the door unless you, you want, want someone some here. here. I love it. <laughs> I think I found if like there was a situation where I I was like broken down mm-hmm. in the middle of Alabama backwoods and my car was broken. Yeah. And I didn't have enough money and like my phone didn't work. But I had to earn some money in order to get my car fixed. Mm-hmm. This is what I would strip to. Uh-huh. Oh, yeah, great. <laughs> Ooh, yeah. Ooh. I've been looking for this song for so long. <laughs> uh, so I want to stay on Christian Kane for just a, a, a little bit. What did you guys have like an initial impression of like who he sounds like when he sings? Because like when he's at uh, the Car- club, Caritas. yeah, yes, when he's at Caritas, I was immediately I was like, oh, he sounds like, oh, um, shoot, I don't, I don't, I'm trying to remember him singing there because he doesn't sound like this. There. No, he doesn't sound like this there. I mean, this is twenty years later. Yeah, and it's very. This voice is very like generic country. I feel like Patrick, you could sound like this. I feel like Kelly could sound like this. Like it's just like it's like a generic rock country voice. Yeah. Um. So for me, Mm -hmm. he sounds just like Tracy Chapman. Whoa! Yeah, he was. Okay. He was definitely some guttural stuff happening. Oh yeah. So he was trying to sound deeper. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think you're right. Well, he also, so you know what he kind of sounded like? He sounded like that guy at the party who does a cover of Tears in Heaven. <laughs> oh, come on. Who is that guy? Lindsay. <laughs> okay, that's fair. Uh, here's track 10. Oh. On uh, Welcome to My House. And it's track 11. I'm wrong. <laughs> Thank you for the correction. Ooh. Okay, slow. I flipped my shit That's when crazy. I saw that. <laughs> fast car. You were like, wait, that just must be a different fast car. There's yeah. no way. No, it's Tracy Chapman's fast car. <laughs> um, wanna... Yeah, I think he's he's got a preoccupation. But who doesn't love Ch- Tracy Chapman? No, I mean, everyone Dear does. God, especially if you're a musician. Mm, oh, my. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, Christian Kane, he, he got a song in this episode. Oh, can I get the plug for that? Yeah. Because I'm pulling up. His singing. Okay. Oh, great. Yeah. Or should we all? Oh, act- no. I can't. Oh, the <laughs> courage or bravery. Which is it? <laughs> Kelly doesn't have a headphone jack. <laughs> Kelly has a new kind of phone. Uh, Can we talk about Lindsay's sleepy time bracelet? Okay, that bracelet, it's t- he needs. it needs to be tighter if you're going to wear it all day. Yes. It's going to slip right off your wrist. It's so loose. And there's so many charms. Okay, I, I got it. Okay. If, um, Oh yeah, that is Tracy. Is this a video of a video? Yeah. Oh yes. <laughs> is someone filming it off their TV? I can't take the You should pick something short. Everyone loves it too. Well, do you think that was part of his contract? He's like, if I'm gonna sing, everybody has to love it. I think they probably promised him one song before he was done. Mm. And then on his final episode, he's like, hey, guys, it's my I'm last step. song. So it's time. <laughs> I, I don't know. I would also bet because he is a professional musician that he was playing music just like on set. Yeah. Like he seems like the kind of guy who would just like bring, bring his guitar. guitar. Of course yeah. he would. Um, and I don't know. I, I bet they actually liked him. Oh, and I liked it. I think it's I think it's good. Yeah. No. And he sounds a lot better than everybody else that sings on this show. Yeah. I feel like, too, at Caritas, he's definitely a different sound like i could see why mm-hmm. everyone in caritas was like oh it yes. isn't just karaoke like this is an actual musician yeah real musicians sound different than karaoke stars mm-hmm. it's mm-hmm, true mm-hmm, mm-hmm. he sounds like he plays at the bronze 
He could totally. During like a interesting oh, night, yeah. like a folk night. <laughs> it's a folk night. <laughs> but he could totally do it. Uh, yeah, I did like his ties. Like oh, that was of part ties. of why the guitar thing was made me laugh was because I was buying into how sad it is that all his ties are pre-tied. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then and then there's we, the guitar where it's just was like gilding it's the lily. So, yes, exactly. It's so much. I was like with you, man. And then guitar. and then guitar. I'm I just do, picturing also like and then he like opens a drawer and there's like those salad tossers things and he's like oh, I can't use those either. <laughs> <laughs> all his salad, all his salad with his hand. <laughs> That's a fine way to toss a salad, though. It's a fine way, or you know what? Stick it in a like covered thing and shake. Yeah, shake, shake it. that. Here's mm-hmm. the thing that's true though is I won't. <laughs> Right now, mm. I don't want, know what it's like really to toss a salad with one hand. Sure. I think it's so, like a scooping motion. Yeah. I think two hands, sure. Wash your hands and get in there. You can get a really good toss salad with two hands. I don't know how effective it is. You I, know what? I think one hand, you risk bruising the grains because you're hard. squeezing too much. I mean, I would think that you would want to just go with some kind of container with a lid that you can just take and shake. And, and... do that. You know how much longer it takes to put on a lid? A lot. A, with you one have hand? To, Push. Yeah. Just push in the middle. Wait, right? push, what push, kind of push, push? Yeah. How many times you just push? Three. Push, push, yeah. Push. Too many. Um also he's this is like the era of pleated pants. Because mm. I wrote pleats in all caps. Yep. And then I wrote guitar, guitar boy. Yeah, he's a guitar boy. <laughs> <laughs> no one can see what? I just wrote no one can see that question mark. Uh what is ha- What are you talking I about? I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. What I was like, what scene are we? Where are we? What is happening? Do you guys have any favorite times that a TV show just stops in its track for one of the cast members to sing a song? Hmm. Because hmm. I feel like it happens fairly often. Yeah. I'm trying to remember other times because I do know it happens a lot, but I can't remember. This uh, isn't really an example of it, I don't think, because I don't think it stops the show in its tracks. But I like uh, Charlie singing Wonderwall on yeah. Lost. Um, that's all? Yeah, no, that's good. That's a great example. And this would be, oh, I keep forgetting the word, I keep, I keep wanting to say endemic, but it's not that. Diegetic? Yes. yes. That's what I'm saying. Like okay. that kind of moment where it's, a, it's so part of the show. Like, ooh. Yeah, it's okay. part of the show. Or it could, sometimes it's like a person alone in a room having a quiet night and then they like start playing and then, like this is how they do it on Nashville. So like one person like start playing, which Nashville I don't think really counts because they all are professional singers. That's the plot. Mm-hmm. Right. Like one of them will start playing alone on the guitar, and then there'll be a montage of everyone else. Mm-hmm. Which that's not really stopping his tracks, but it is kind of like anyway. Nashville is a bad example. Not a TV show. Okay, but in Magnolia, when everyone is singing "Save Me," mm-hmm. um, and it's actually hard to tell whether that's diegetic or non-diegetic. Yeah, yeah. I think well, it's because reality is very weird in that movie. Yeah, yeah. So I think really... they play with the sound. Like there are. I feel like there are shots that are more diegetic than other shots. Mm-hmm. Sure. I mean, I think it's purposeful, but they are all like all the actors are actually singing along with the recording. Yes. Um, but like, it's hard to say if they're actually hearing the song and singing with the recording or if they're just, I mean, it's, it's all, uh, you know, magic realism anyway. Yeah. So none of it's actually happening. It's a movie. Mm. Yes. Right. It's, ha- it's happening in my mind. Yeah. I'm watching it. Yeah. Mm hmm. Yeah, the the last act of that movie, well, the whole movie, but I feel like the last act of that movie, it's hard to know, yeah, what's happening. Yeah. Yeah, and what's not actually happening. And I feel like different times I've watched it, I've thought different storylines were more happening than others. Yeah. Like, and you could, for some storylines, I'm like, did even this happen? Like, um, after um, John C. Riley, oh, shit, I knew I was going to forget her name, uh, his storyline with the drug addict woman. Yeah. 
Sometimes I believe that nothing happened after he came into her apartment. Oh, sure. They never went on a date mm. when I watched that movie. Like it's happening in their minds. Oh, or at least in his mind. In his mind, yeah. Yeah. But anyway. <laughs> that was we, our was Magnolia like, talk. I was like, I would do a Magnolia podcast where we just watch Magnolia talked about it, but. It would it have be to like be. like that one podcast. No, go ahead. <laughs> it would have to be three hours long and on two separate cassette tapes because that's how I used to yes. watch it. And Magnolia. it would end with the, <laughs> someone, uh, the beginning of the quiz game. Yes. Or right, uh, it's the question where uh, he has to sing his answer. Yes, and they do a rack focus. Right, and then back, it, yeah, back. yep, and then comes back and he's singing. Uh huh. Gosh, I love that. Movie. Let's watch Magnolia. I want to watch it. Yeah, I love. I'm that like movie. thinking about it now. Um. Okay, but let's get back to the kind of shit we always talk about, like mm-hmm. Cordy's shirt off the shoulder, weird with the like lace up lace, thing. Yeah, lace up on the side, like, but just on one side. Oh yeah. right, and mm-hmm. then it uh like deep, deep v, off the shoulder, off the mm-hmm. shoulder, and then had like a weird like rickrack trim, mm-hmm. like it was like not. It also shows off the tramp stamp. Which, I was noticing that. I feel like Chris McCarpenter is the person who has that tramp stamp, not Cordelia Chase. Because mm-hmm. like, when would Cordelia have gotten that tramp stamp? Yeah. Oh boy, you, you could probably get that uh, tattoo in Sunnydale underage, right? But I don't feel like Cordelia would do it. Mm. Yeah, I mean, but at the time, those were cool. Yeah. Late nineties, cool, but she was never that kind of cool. Yeah, that's true. Because she was like preppy cool in mm-hmm. in high school. But she also like starts to drift away from that, like towards the end of her time in high school, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, but yeah. like when she was working in the dress shop, she wouldn't have spent her dress money on a tramp stamp. Yeah, I'm just saying. You know what? Maybe right. during one of her every dark time I periods, see it, I'm like, mm, that's Charisma Carpenter's chapter. Yeah. She, I mean, I would say that that color uh, shirt looked great on her. Oh, she's yeah. she a goddess amazing. walking among us. That she's whole, so these, pretty. These two episodes, I was like, holy shit. Even when she is food poisoning and they're trying to make her look bad, I'm like, mm, I'm like, failed. Yeah, I'm like, you look better than most people all the time. <laughs> well, yeah. <laughs> she looks amazing. Yeah. Um, I did hate how they did her hair for the sexy commercial. Yeah, I, she looked like, she, she had like my mother's hair. Yeah, it was a very, yeah. It was like an older Midwestern lady. It hairdo. aged her. I don't yeah. know. Well, if she, I thought she quit wanting to be an actress because that haircut on her mm-hmm. really limits the kind of roles that she. Yeah, I feel like she, I, I'm surprised she booked that part yeah. with the haircut she has. Yeah, because it's very pretty, but it's not. It's not sexy it's not beach hot. girl. No. It's not young hot. It's like mom hot. Yeah, I mean young mom hot. Yeah, but still. But still, she's not. <laughs> but still. Um. Um. Uh, it's hard because I wanted to like jump into I know second it's like, episode stuff. I know. Roll back just a little bit. We'll get there. We'll get there. Ah. Um, oh, I wrote. Um, Lindsay has greasy fucking fingers because the his fingerprints on oh, the glass yeah. are oh, yeah. so greasy. No, no, like, no. Ew, wash your hands. I assume that his hands have actually been covered in like gorilla glue or something. <laughs> and, like that's what he's left behind. Glank. <laughs> that's pretty gross. It was gross. I was like, ew. Um, <laughs> I did like all of the angel Lindsay banter. I did like that. I I thought that Lindsay played like befuddled and frustrated pretty well. Yeah. Like when he stumbles over his words, I don't know if that was intentional. Like when he is in the apartment and Angel is like holding the dude, the girl officer, and he's like, "What are you? Why? Why are you here?" Yeah. Like, oh, Lindsay. (laughs) No, I I really like them. I liked that a lot. I, I would watch them. Yeah, I would watch a little spinoff, like a mm-hmm. mini series. And Lauren knows. He's like, this is going to be a buddy action yes. comedy, mm-hmm. and it's going to be great. <laughs> and everyone else is like, mm, no, yeah. we don't want that. 
yeah. has just agree to have the fun. Yes. Oh my yeah. god, when Angel's like, we gotta fight. <laughs> Lindsay puts up his dukes. I know. That was so cute. No, <laughs> over there. <laughs> and Lindsay's such a dope too, where he's like, Oh, I don't have my laptop, so I can't really hack in through the security. And it's like, buddy, come on. You're gonna hack in <laughs> <laughs> to the mainframe. <laughs> yeah, he's gonna hack into the mainframe, override the security protocol. Well, I mean, okay, but he's we, very good with computers. And we saw that database. We saw... What operating system? Is, what? Is, what? The, that whole thing. It was, that, it was kid pics. So, it was like, <laughs> I was like, what are they doing? Yes, it was. It was oh, like, no. I, oh, no. <laughs> I feel like Carmen Sandiego's files yes. were better kept. Yes. Or, also, his password is Zen. Zen. And his username is last name, comma, first, first initial, initial, no space. <laughs> It's so weird. So Who's weird. Set, what is their IT department? I've never heard of anyone with a comma in their username. <laughs> no. Or anything. No, me neither. No, there's usually not any. I uh, recently, uh, we got a new client at work, um, and the our contact has an apostrophe in their email address. It How? It freaks me out. Why? It's because it's like an O'Connor or something like yeah, that. Yeah, because it's in their name. Yeah. Oh, but most people would just take that out. Man. I would just take that I would out. take it out. Simplicity. Yeah. Simplicity and also like people who use computers would assume it's out. So like if you were trying to go to a website right. or yeah. an email, like nobody, everyone, no one would default to put in the apostrophe even if they knew that. Yeah. How it is. She was reading it to me and I was like, with the apostrophe? And she's like, yes, with the apostrophe. <laughs> yes. I answer this question 13 times a day. <laughs> Speaking of people answering questions 13 times a day, I called GameStop yesterday. Okay. Um, how are you doing? How's your search going? So I said, hi. Um, I was wondering if you had any Nintendo Switch switches, and he's like, "We don't have it. None of our stores have it. Uh, shipment is probably sometimes ne- sometime next week. There's no specific date. We don't know when it'll come in, and it's really just a matter of luck. So try your luck next week." And I was like, "Thank you. Thank Goodbye." You. Um, and then you, you called too. seven more GameStops. <laughs> no, I didn't call any more. I was dejected. Did you try Toysers? No, um, I didn't have a ton of time that day, so I was like, "I'll maybe go just to that GameStop that's on Hollywood or uh, yeah." Um, mm-hmm. I, I feel like Poppins. Poppins are going to be better because I, GameStop especially has uh, like a weird policy about um, like how they prioritize walk-ins versus people calling. Interesting. Mm-hmm. If you call and they have like two of something, they won't necess- they won't hold it for you. Oh, okay. Um, they'll prioritize just giving it to whoever's there. That makes sense. Whereas I if mean, you it's... just keep popping in, mm-hmm. I mean, listen for hot tips. Yeah. People, if I see Ear one on the ground, honestly, if I see one, I'll buy it for you. Okay, and I'll Venmo you. No, you'll just have to come to my house to play. <laughs> so you're yeah, buying it for one you. for you to have, and then you... No, but, like, you can be, like, priority second player. <laughs> cool. Thanks. You, you need a snipper clips, buddy. You snipper need clips. one. You do need a snipper clips, buddy. I, yeah, I meant then you can Venmo me, and I will hand it to you. Uh, but, yeah, I think that's that part of the journey will be more fun. The searching? The searching. Yeah. I'll look back on it. I, and be like, oh. I look back fondly on my search for a Nintendo Wii. Oh my god! I would. I had a routine. This is when I was living in Appleton, Wisconsin, uh-huh. and I would go to the west side of town and hit up the uh, the Best Buy and the Target, and there was some like uh, other electronics store. Uh-huh. Um, and it would hit those three, and then drive over to the east side of town, and I would hit up again a Best Buy, a Target, and this time a Toys R Us. Mm. And that Toys R Us eventually they had that Wii. Mm-hmm. Keep looking. So yeah, keep looking. I mean, I don't. I I. Th- I'm thinking that I'm going to get a second one uh, for Sarah yeah. because that Mario Kart comes out in like a month and a half. Yeah. And like mm-hmm. she's going to want to play Mario Kart. I'm going to want to play Mario Kart. Mm-hmm. Do you think they'll do pre-order packages? 
Uh, <laughs> we're doing a crossover with your podcast. <laughs> we don't have to do this. <laughs> okay. I mean, I want the answer to my question, but we can do it offline. No, I don't think we'll I will. We'll just pose okay. the question, and if our listeners have any... No, because sometimes want... they do. That's not a crazy question. No, I'm saying, now that the question's out there, the listeners are like, wait, but... What's the answer? We'll be like, for the answer, tune in to Nintendo Cartridge Society with Patrick Ellers. Thank you. <laughs> um, uh, so, okay, if your hand, if your evil hand has been writing kill, 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 kill. Yeah. What, how, how many different ways do you test whatever's happening with your hand before you stab it with an incredibly sharp letter opener? <laughs> so many ways. Why, why is that letter opener so sharp? It's so sharp. It's like a knife. Yeah. Also, he It's like, like a needle. Okay. <laughs> well, he works at Wolfram and Hart. Uh-huh. So probably everything that could be a weapon is a weapon. Yeah. That's probably wanna... just part of... They probably have, like, uh, steel workers. Mm. Oh. <laughs> Metallurgers. I, I'm a steel worker, and I sharpen envelope openers. It's a tough season. Uh, <laughs> do, do you think it's, like, uh, silver, and it's... Oh, um, yeah, you could kill a werewolf with it. Yeah. Absolutely. Um. So that's why it's sharp, guys. Yeah, I mean, he also... I Actually, I thought that part was really cute when he just, like, pokes it with his finger. Like, mm-hmm. come on, yeah. let's go. <laughs> no, Chris, he really Christian gets Kane had, like... He should have gotten his own show from this episode. Mm-hmm. I'd like watch a, that. a goofy... I don't know what he's doing in this show. He's solving crimes, probably. With I, with the help of his uh, dead friend in his hand? Yep. Oh, that's cool. Ghost hand. And ghost hand can only, like, write messages. <sighs> But only like with one word, because he can only, he doesn't say kill me, he just says kill. Well, and, wait a minute, oh, wait a minute. Wait, ghost hand, I have, okay, I just have pitches like flying through my About head. ghost hand, go, 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 go. Okay, okay go. When he's with a woman, he puts a mitten on ghost hand. <laughs> Two. <laughs> or, or, or the reverse, when he wants one for the ghost hand, he puts he like puts a bag over his head. <laughs> and then it's all hand stuff. He just puts a ski mask on backwards. <laughs> Okay. Pitch number two. Three. <laughs> um, he has one of those like uh hypercolor shirts. Or they're not hypercolor where you like can write on them and they Oh and so he will like put his hand below the table and write. So it's uh, left on the shirt? Or his pants. Uh, what if he gets like a different phone? This would have to be in modern times. Yeah. So uh the, the hand can text himself. I love it. Oh, that's bringing it to the modern times. Yeah, that's, that's what great. that's what I'm saying. Modern times. And his his biggest enemy has no hands. His villain. <laughs> so the villain has no hands and he's, he's so like, jealous. He's like, like, you have two hands and one body. I have one body and no hands. You okay, got, you got all, to have three hands. But the majority of human beings <laughs> have two hands. Why is he singling out Lindsay? Oh, well, he killed the guy whose hand. Okay. Is, he killed Ghost Hand. Oh, no. Ghost Hand. Wait, no. So, ghost Hand okay, was about to turn into hand, the feds. Ghost Hand. Okay. Oh, no. I was going to say, Ghost Hand used to be one of his hands. Got Stockholm Syndrome with Lindsay and now helps Lindsay. Wait, 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 wait. <laughs> wait, who is Ghost Hand? I thought Ghost Hand was the friend of Lindsay. Ghost Hand okay. is like the, what we're calling Lindsay plus his buddy together, yeah. right? That's what yeah. I thought. So you're saying it's more like a buddy cop situation. Like they aren't immediately friends. They have to earn each other's trust. <laughs> yes. The body in that one well, hand. Well, maybe, maybe the, hand, the mind in the hand is upset that Lindsay did kill the body. The body. Oh yeah, because Lindsay and it, but Lindsay feels really bad about killing the body. He thought it was the right decision. He just doesn't know how to communicate that to the hand. Well, yes. in the right he says way. it. He says it, but then the hand's like, "I got no ears. I got no ears. <laughs> I see your lips moving." <laughs> Wait, hold Wait, on. So can they had to write to each other. <laughs> Wait, okay. okay, so, so Lindsay <laughs> has to poke braille. Wait, he yes, has yes, to poke braille. It. Yeah, this is a really hard to watch show. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe it's an Very audio slow. drama. <laughs> 
<laughs> Where like, one of the characters cannot speak. <laughs> no, but like you hear in their voice, it's like uh, you put like the we do voiceover. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. It's okay. all like with that ambient noise with echo. Oh, okay. So it's like I can't do it without. Well, you have to do an effect. <laughs> I was like, how does a voice? Wait, okay, sound? I'll try to. I'll try to be your. Sound? I'll try to be your reverb. So go and I'll try to do it. <laughs> oh man. Oh man. <laughs> Great first line. Oh man. <laughs> I am buying this show. <laughs> we are going to make it. <laughs> the answer is thought is. Oh, oh man. man. <laughs> is it does it bum anyone else <laughs> out that Lindsay doesn't have to do anything to kill his friend? He just has to like push a button. I was like so that kind of confused yeah. me because I was like, wait, so was he just on like life support? Like and then that kind of made it easy for Lindsay. I was hoping that it was gonna have to be like an I am legend scenario where he was gonna have to like shoot him. Shoot him or strangle him or do something like. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's all kind of a moot point because Angel blows up the whole lab mm-hmm. seconds later well, anyway. And life support doesn't work that way. Right. Like, you take someone off the oxygen, they're going to be struggling. They for drown. Mm-hmm. Right. So, like, I almost would have preferred that if you, like, took him off the oxygen and then had a moment of, like, oh, he's not. Oh, I have to do something more to be merciful. Or I have to, like, let him. That would have been amazing if he was, like, choking out and Lindsay just was watching. Mm-hmm. And then Angel's like, I just dumped a bunch of fucking, like, explosive shit in here. We gotta go. This, this was gonna be done anyway. Like, I thought we Put were him back leaving. on life support. <laughs> give him some dignity. I mean, give Lindsay a break. He didn't uh, didn't have his laptop with him. He did yeah, have his laptop. He could have hacked so. in. Um, but no, that last scene was really upsetting. Yeah. All those bodies. All those bodies. Although a lot of them got to run out. Yeah. With Angel. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah, they have great futures. Yep. Well, uh, I'm assuming the people that ran out were those that... Well, so, like, how... Lindsay's friend, right? He's missing his, his hand. Mm-hmm. Anything else? I They didn't show. They didn't show. Time. But when Angel said what's left of him, mm-hmm. I felt like there was a, like, parts like his, miss. Like his, she's aiming at the dick right oh, now. No, no, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I was, like, miming a, a penis. Let him go. <laughs> <laughs> Not worth it. Oh, that's what my hand should have said. Not worth it. Oh, <laughs> Boom. Boom. Um, yeah, I, and I was also assuming he was missing, like, organs and stuff. Yeah, but sure. they didn't show. And I guess maybe it's expensive, but I... Right, because there were there were some bodies in there that were, like, way chopped up. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And they looked cool. They mm-hmm. did look cool. I wish we could have seen more of them, because, like, I, it was, like, such a glimpse, but also yeah. it probably costs a lot to make it look realistic, so... Yeah. And I think, oh. generally speaking, this episode looks pretty good, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Like, the... Uh, um, uh, the shaman or whatever it is that yeah. like comes in looks pretty cool and is yeah. scary. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because we get it like through uh, Lindsay's like still asleep eyes. Yeah. And then, like it comes in looking like the monster from the village. Yeah. Right. And it's yeah. like red cloak and long fingers. That thing scared me. Yeah. Yeah. It that scared me too. I, yeah. And I, what do you like sprinkle some magic sand on his? Yep. Yep. Boom, boom. Thing and it's done, done. Also, also those doctors stitch it up yeah. like zigzag. Okay. Like, <laughs> first, I had a lot of questions about that because it was like, me, I've never seen a recently reattached limb, uh-huh. but it looked so clean. But it was the shamans. Because I think they were, have you ever sewn anything you had to baste first? Like, like a baste? turkey? No. Okay, because that's it's what I was, like, like me. What are we saying? It's the same word, <laughs> okay. but it means it's basting stitches. So like what you do is you do these really long, kind of on purpose mm-hmm. sloppy stitches okay. first, and then you use your sewing machine and you like do a really clean line, and then you pull out your basting stitches. So it's like which, a, a the placeholder. Exactly. They like kind of hold the things mm. together. So I was so, with so, magic. Exactly. So uh, they were just like holding it together, 
they heal with magic. And then if they have to pull out the stitches, they'll pull them out. Yeah. So I was thinking it was like basting. But it looked so like, like clean. clean. Like, well, there was a little, it was like, it was, he had a he big has, old chunky bracelet on one side. And then he's got a thin little rubber band bracelet. <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> no, that's what it looked like. It looked like when you have your rubber band on your wrist and you take it off. Yeah. And you remind yourself, oh, I should probably should do that for my circulation. Yeah. Um, but I, I like the idea that maybe these doctors aren't super competent. Yeah. Because, um, like, the doctor walks into the room, right, knows full fucking well that this guy is missing his hand uh-huh. and extends his right hand to shake. Yeah. Like, or so, is he being mean? Uh, why? Because he works for an evil... He's or maybe he just, company. like, there's so many... Uh, he didn't even look at the chart when he came in, right? Like, you he might just, be one of those. Have you ever just, had a doctor like that? No. Just comes in and is like, so what's up? And yeah, like, I've had doctors like that. Like, and I'll be I've like, told 15 people already what's yeah. up. You've, and they all wrote it down. <laughs> like, read like, something. Well, so what's going on here, Cal? And I'm always like, you okay, have a yes, chart I in your hand. <laughs> You're like, I have pink eye. <laughs> <laughs> Look. I'm missing a hand. <laughs> I'm bleeding from my ears. <laughs> uh, also, why is no one, why does no one tell Lindsay, like, why doesn't Nathan, like, oh yeah, we're getting you a new hand. And like, why is the doctor is also cagey about it? I don't know. It's weird. It's also, why did they give him the new hand before giving him the job? Or was the idea, give him the new hand, then he will be more loyal when we give him the new job? Yeah. Yeah. It's like we're like, showing oh, yeah. him that we're backing him. I Another thing, too, like, I know Lindsay is, like, feeling very moody and doesn't really want to talk to anybody. But it shocks me that he, like, does not even ask anyone why he's at the doctor because he's like okay you've got your like doctor appointment and he's like okay and then he's at the doctor he's like with the intake nurse still not like what's going on here yeah well maybe he had a secret hope because we've seen him look at that guitar he he has two hands that's true he dreams of two hands sleep sheep i don't know two hands i tried to do 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 one-handed lawyers dream of electric two-handed sheep sheep. yes thank you there it is (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> uh, uh yeah so the morning after mm-hmm. right Lindsay wakes up we don't see his right hand at first right it's we- under the covers mm-hmm. i assume touching his genitals i was thinking i was like i would have loved like pan back he's holding steak yeah i would have loved that they should have just had the sheet higher on his chest yeah because like he could have had it on where it was it had to be on well it could have been on the bed i guess but it was either on like his thigh yeah, or but his that's on genitals. His like the, his the sheet was too low for us to think anything other than that. Mm-hmm. Unless it's, they wanted us to think that, I guess. It's weird to me how much like like when I saw that I was like, yes, that would be a priority. Like take yeah. that take that new hand for a test drive. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You want to know? He like fell asleep in the blissful after, <laughs> and he wakes up and the hand is tattooed kill <laughs> <laughs> on the dick. On his dick, and he's like, no. what the? He sleeps really hard. <laughs> he sleeps so hard. He was tired. He had a long day. Um, but then I also like that when he goes to his closet again, he's still grabbing for the ties with his yeah. left hand. Mm-hmm. I thought that was a nice touch. Yeah. yeah. I mean, honestly, it it is a little cheesy, but I like those two scenes that mirror each other. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I like it when they do mirror each other, but mm. goddamn, that guitar, the first time you see it, is so funny. The second guitar is better. Yeah. But, yeah. Unless they want us to be like, oh, fucking Lindsay. Lindsay, you goofball. <laughs> you chump. You idiot. Well, like, the first time we saw the guitar, and I know that this is partially because I've seen this series right. before, but I was like, oh, he's going to get his hand back and play that thing until the cows come home. 
Because that yes. was my, like, I was like, oh, it's his hands coming back. Possibly literally, right? Because he's an old country boy. He's a yes. country boy. He's right. going back out there. It's going to be a long time till the cows come home to Los Angeles. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's not home for him. Aww. He Aww. hits the road. Um, I also feel like Lila plays her hand way too clearly. Mm-hmm. Like, I wouldn't give her the job. She does not act confident. She, no. okay, brings a gun to this meeting. <laughs> that was crazy. <laughs> She's the best. <laughs> and, and no one... I don't think anyone knows that she has a gun, ex- like the audience does, because yeah. we see it in her purse earlier. Uh-huh. With all of her prescription bottles. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And her, like, makeup bag. Aww. This is also just, like, when she's there late uh, yeah. in, in the files. Also, th- this room is labeled files storage. Mm-hmm. Files storage. File storage is what it needs to be. Right. Because it's no. functionally the same word. Mm-hmm. The, the same phrase. File storage and files storage. That's where you store your files. In the file storage. Mm-hmm. Right. But yeah. you don't have bikes storage. You have bike right. storage. Right. Like, um, well, you wouldn't say car garage. Bicycle. Car garage, not like cars garage. Mm hmm. Because then that's like possessive. Oh my God. It's okay. the cars garage. Maybe that's what it is. And they were like, we don't need to use apostrophes. I see the future. In the future, people will so drop is, apostrophes all over the place. This is where the files are keeping their things then? Is yeah. that what you're saying? Okay. <laughs> their I honestly, themselves. when I saw it, thought it was missing a slash. Oh, file slash? That that's what I read. Oh, that's but, so good. But it probably was supposed to be file storage. That makes more sense now. But I thought it was, yeah. Like, it, it's one of those things that was just being communicated, like, orally. Someone was like, oh, yeah, the sign needs to say file storage. <laughs> file like, storage. Did, did he say files storage or Don't file storage? Don't ask. Just, just do it. Just do it. Just We're do already it. behind schedule. It's evil here. <laughs> um... I also, so this whole time, like, while all this, like, Lindsay stuff is happening, um, yeah. Cordelia is, like, feeling more and more the effects of yes. these yeah. visions. Mm-hmm. I The other people at Angel Investigations are, like, slowly kind of picking up on the fact that this is really hard on her. Yeah. And I did like um, when Wes and... Gun are like listening in on her and they like kick down the door when she's yeah. on the phone and she says that they're just playing with the doors. I thought that, that was, was really cute. cute. It's really cute, but also like, what are you? Yeah, what are you talking playing about? Playing with the door? <laughs> I think she was just like being like, yeah, yeah there it is. They yeah. keep asking me what they get me. Yeah. They sure do. Um, they sure do. But at the same time, you're freaking out. Yeah. Like, this is your friends, like, because your friends aren't going to say to you, like, I see that you are falling apart mentally and emotionally. Mm-hmm. What can I do? So, what are they supposed to do? Just yeah. watch you fall apart? No. Yeah. So they're supposed to, and Angel actually does it, just do something. Yeah. We've it doesn't. We, we've talked about this, that like asking someone, whenever you say, let me know if there's anything I can do, mm-hmm. that's, you, you don't have to cash in on that. Like yeah. that almost never happens. Mm-hmm. People will never, never think like, yes, please help me. What you need to do is just help someone. And if it means buying everything at the store, because mm-hmm. like they're going to want to eat something that yeah. you buy, like that's what you do. Like that's the, I think that's the only way to actually be there for someone is to actively help them and not ask how you can help. Especially if they're in this like really like, I mean, she's like almost catatonic at times. Yes. So it's like putting that pressure on someone is a lot to be like, uh, do you want tea? Do you want this? Do you want that? Tell me how to fix you. Yeah, basically. Yeah. yeah. But I feel like that's a symptom of maybe they don't actually want to help. Yeah. I think be. you're yeah. right. The way mm-hmm. to help is just to do it. And but Angel does, which I loved. Yeah, me too. Don't. I, 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 I yeah. love that he got every single kind of sandwich. That was cute. And, and it was cute. And soup and salad. Yeah, and soup and salad. Mm-hmm. And um, I liked that she was like, when she was like, I love you. And he does that smile, which he never does. Yeah. yeah. So I liked that moment a lot. It was very sweet. 
Um, it's also like I think this is where we, they start kind of seeding the gender stuff that's happening in the next episode. Because mm-hmm. um, there's just a, a lot of um, like there. I, I feel like the the guys aren't registering like how hard it actually is for Cordy. That mm-hmm. like it's that sort of um, you know how like female pain is dismissed more regularly by doctors or mm-hmm. like ignored. Um, I feel like there's some of that being telegraphed here. And at some point, Gunn is like, oh, yeah, then the maniacal cleaning started. Mm-hmm. And I feel like that's a, a weirdly gendered thing for him to like say about how she's coping with what she's mm-hmm. going through. Yeah, it is. It's it's um, it very much seems just like, a, oh, well, this is just um, she's just being acting out in a womanly way as yeah. opposed to like it's a bitches be crazy. Yeah, yeah. As opposed to like, OK, something is wrong. Mm-hmm. And it is a little bit dismissive. I don't think intentionally so, because I think Gunn does really care about Cordelia. Yeah. But I think it is uh, representative of like a way that m- males mm-hmm. generally perceive female struggling, right? And I don't think that that's in conflict with him actually caring about her. No, like, not at I, all. I, I think that's what's so upsetting about it is that like he can care, but also be like conditioned to treat her pain as lesser. Mm-hmm. Um, well, and the role that she has in that group is definitely like the support person, mm-hmm. the like caretaker, the one who like is there sees what everyone else isn't saying. Like, I I don't know. I think Mm -hmm. that she's also has that role within the group. So if there was another Cordy, that person would see it. Yeah. Yeah. Yes, totally. But there isn't. Um, I thought the gender stuff with Lila and Lindsay was interesting too. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I feel like, yeah, Lila is much better employee than Lindsay. And like, uh, he's betrayed them multiple times. (laughs) Yeah. He's out of control. He's rude in meetings. He, like is obsessed with Angel. Like, he commits uh, space in his memory to what time their meeting is with whoever tomorrow. <laughs> yeah. You fucking idiot. They have a calendar. <laughs> okay. And th- th- Nathan's so impressed. He's like, mm, yes. <laughs> I'm glad you know. Tomorrow at 11. <laughs> and she's like, you just stabbed me in the back. <laughs> I love that. Okay. Like, okay. Well, yeah. I, I felt know. bad for her though because, yeah. I mean, I think you and I have been there, Ryan, where it's like, guy will be like congratulated for like the smallest fucking thing yeah. or they'll take your idea or because mm-hmm. in that meeting with that uh client like she will she said stuff to that client and he didn't really care and no. kept turning to Lindsay. yep and was right. like he's great mm-hmm. like all he him showing up gets him 70 percent of the mm-hmm. way there yeah, and, and meanwhile, he's not even, like, I guess he's listening, but he's also, his hand is writing kill, kill, kill at this time. <laughs> oh, that's what I that's what I wrote. No one can see that. Because he's writing oh, kill, yes. kill, kill. And yeah. it's a huge legal huge, pad. Huge. It's not yeah. one of those small legal pads. It's like the full it's big. size. And it they're both be they're letter like size. at the end of the table together. Yeah. <laughs> if I were him, I would have been, like, tilting, yeah. like, tilting it away from the client. Because if you can't stop it, yeah. you got to move it. Yeah, you got you to gotta put that somewhere. Yeah. <laughs> just in both hands on top. <laughs> uh, so if you're a client of Wolfram and Hart, you know what they are, right? Yeah. You know they're evil. Right. And, and like evil and like in with demons yes. and, and stuff, right? So if you go into a room and there are two attorneys pitching you ideas and one of them is writing kill, 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 kill on their legal pad, do you trust that one more? Because this is the kind of place you're going? I think you are afraid, maybe. Or maybe you're like, oh, he's writing out, like, the game plan, which is just to kill everybody else. <laughs> no, but their game plan is so bullshit. It's like evil, regular evil lawyer. Yeah. Yeah. Like, right. Their plan so isn't stupid. even, yeah. like, demon evil. It's just, like, regular hide money and... No. Uh, yep. Create shell corporations mm-hmm, shit. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, yep. It's yeah. pretty, pretty run-of-the-mill. 
Um, so I'm, I guess I'm glad Lila got the promotion. I'm, I mean, yeah, she, me she didn't really win because she, I mean, she's she didn't alive. die. She's alive. She's their guy, though. Yeah. I think, though. Okay, that was like, the other thing, the language in that speech, too. Yeah. And he's like, this chick's been working hard. She's your guy. And I'm like, mm, okay. Is, I, and so, I was like, I get what you're trying to do, but it's very obvious this is like 2001. Yeah, I was yes, like, you need yes. 15 years more of feminism before yeah. you will be saying this so probably. Yes. yes. I mean, and the the show is full of that stuff, right? Oh, like yeah. any anytime Cordelia says retard yeah. or like she said uh, big old lesbos or something yes. in the previous yeah. episode, it's just like, okay, all right, show you're from another time. Yes. Yeah. And of the time of when the show came out, this was pretty... Provoc- I mean, this is like moving forward stuff. Mm-hmm. Right. You know, other shows weren't doing this. It just, yeah, it doesn't age as well as it yeah. could. Right. And it is weird because like we don't see as like this kind of language in Buffy at all. There is the weird gay panic with Xander, but like. Uh, well, and like- then there's, we'll talk about it later today. Uh, but the, the, the way they treat Willow's coming out is different than I think they would treat it if it was now. Yep. No, we will talk about it um, in that episode because I have so much to say about that. I know, but like, uh, but but also Buffy doesn't. Here's the thing: there's an inherent fuck you to the patriarchy in Buffy's premise. Yes, that right. there isn't an angel, right. right? So angel has to come at it in different ways. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think these two episodes do present a lot of that. Yes, you, always with like one woman amongst all these guys. Yes, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. So do we want to do we want to get into belonging? I did like what this episode did. I mean, speaking of gender stuff, just with the idea of like toxic masculinity, basically. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I did like that. Lauren is one of my favorite characters. I'm glad oh. he was finally named. Yeah, we've been calling him Lauren, even though he hasn't had a name this whole time. <laughs> oh, that's so funny because I have just known him as Lauren yeah. because of you guys. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Didn't realize I yeah. wasn't supposed to know yeah. his name. This whole um, time. I love Lauren. Mm-hmm. I And so I was happy to see more with him and kind of like learning more about him. And his culture. And his culture. And I almost, I was, I was almost going to spoil something, so we're not going to go there. Okay. <laughs> Great. Um, but yeah, I we start in like a really fancy restaurant. Okay, my what? first note is, is this what nice restaurants were in the 2000s? No, just it, on TV. No, I think it was like, that? it was like the Ivy or something. It was like some, I mean, so like it, traditional. What, nice. Yeah, it was like an old school Beverly Hills or Hollywood fancy restaurant but is that what they look like with the uh, the white uh tablecloths and like, like the giant water glasses tempo yeah well weird tv I, I show restaurant yeah i think that probably a lot of people who worked on angel at that time mm-hmm. went to those restaurants you're right i think sometimes and sometimes if you go to these places especially the places that had their heyday in like the 60s and 70s that are like rich fancy places they're so dated yeah and you're spending like $40 on steak, mm-hmm. which that's not that much money. But to me, that's a lot of money. Yeah. But like you're spending all this money and it's like, yeah, they do look mm. like a grandparent place. I mean, there are places that maintain their history and are like really cool. Like mm-hmm. I love mm-hmm. Tama Shanters. I love yep. um, and like Moose and Franks and like Taylor's, yeah. like those places that have been around for a while. Yeah. But this one seemed so like 1997, like the nicest restaurant in a strip mall that also has or not strip mall in a plaza that also has like an olive garden like that's i felt interesting like it felt weird it, it did feel i, I also yeah. thought it felt weird and then that they're or she's cordelia is eating sushi there the she's sashimi eating, yeah I, I thought that they were at a 
Fusion Place, which Fusion was really big then. Yes. Uh-huh. They were at a Fusion Place in Beverly Hills or Hollywood because she talks about seeing famous people. Right. She's not, they're not at a strip mall somewhere. Mm-hmm. But I feel like the place would be cooler then. Like it's got a distinctly old fashioned vibe to it. Well, okay. Here's my, I guess, I'm going to advocate for it, I guess. Um, That like the like cool hip restaurant look where it's like casual slash fancy Mm -hmm. is very strictly Los Angeles native and post 2009. That's a that's a fair point. And like, I feel like that's not that wouldn't have translated for a national show because mm-hmm. people when people think of like a nice restaurant, usually they think of like white tablecloths, um, big old water goblets, <laughs> live music, live music, people wearing shawls, um, candlelight, the option to get raw fish. Like they think like that's like so exotic and fancy. Yeah. Um, I, I, I was shocked. I mean, it is sashimi couscous. That was weird. I mean, I, that's why I was like, oh, this is some Asian fusion, which Asian fusion was like a huge, huge, thing. huge Asian fusion was huge. Um, Did you guys hear about that? Um, I'm like always, I don't know. I'm very, uh, <laughs> I have no idea where you're going. Uh, okay. So do you know the pioneer woman? No. Yes. Ray Drummond. <laughs> yes. Did you hear about the okay. video that came out? No, but we'll give Patrick some backstory. Okay. Maybe our listeners. Right. So the pioneer woman was a, she was, as self-described city girl mm-hmm. who in her 20s met a cowboy at a bar, mm-hmm. fell in love, moved to the ranch with him, and had a bunch of kids. Then she started a blog about how she cooks for her man and her family and the ranchers, I guess. Mm, and she has cowboy food and cowgirl food. Yes. Though the cowgirl food is usually just like chicken club. Yeah. <laughs> it's like a, it's a little bit more healthy. Like the cowboy food, like if you if you aren't working 18 hours on a ranch, you will die of a heart attack yeah. because sure. of this food. But it's too many from, eggs, probably. <laughs> so mm. many eggs, so much bacon, a lot of frying, a lot of frying. Mm. But honestly, her recipes are good. Though. They're really tasty. <laughs> I've done, I've done her recipes. They're good. Have you ever made the cinnamon rolls? No. One year I'm gonna do for Christmas because it makes like 17 cinnamon rolls. So I've almost have enough LA friends. Oh, I've <laughs> done her. Um, I've done her. Uh, oh, I do a different recipe for um the apple pie, but yeah. her hard sauce is yeah, so, so good. good. Anyway, anyway, okay. So this is this Pioneer woman. woman. Here, okay. she has like a. Food Network show. Her blog is really popular. Yeah. Yeah. She's great. Um, But there was this controversy, which she has claimed is just everybody being scared about being PC. Uh-oh. Oh, this means she's wrong. Yeah. I think if you use the term PC. Like derogatorily. Yeah. Sometimes yeah. I'll read a tweet and I read it as POC and I'm like, oh, okay. And then I reread the tweet and it's PC and I'm like, oh, no, I don't agree with this. <laughs> That's really good. Um, but so she, um, had this video where she's making these, um, Asian wings, which is just like a sesame miso glaze type mm-hmm. thing. And she makes these wings and she brings them out to all her hungry guys. Yeah. And they're like, what is this? How could you serve us this? This isn't real wings. And she's like, I wouldn't do that to you. And then brings out buffalo wings. Wait, are they supposed to eat the miso ones? Mm. She takes them away. She's like, I they're wouldn't a trick? do that to you. They're a trick. Oh, because they're cowboys and they're cowgirl food? They're not real wings. Because they're Asian wings. Because they're Asian wings. What if I'm on her side? You're on her side? I, if Okay, if you said to someone, I'm going to serve you a burger, mm-hmm. and you serve them a buffalo burger, mm-hmm. now, and they say, that's not a real burger, you'd be like, okay, you're right. Here's one that's made of a cow. This is someone 
preparing a meal for me, putting it in front of me. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, you're a dick in this situation. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. And you would be really mad because I just served you two kinds of meat. Right. I, I won't eat either. <laughs> well, I say, okay, saying those aren't real wings yeah. Guess, is yeah. di- totally dismissive of a okay, completely but- complex quiz. I am sensitive about, yeah. also about mm-hmm. like Asian erasure yeah. and all that stuff. But like it like that, I was like, man. What is that even? Those aren't real wings. Yeah. Well, I mean, it's obviously that that they have expectations for what wings are, mm-hmm. and these aren't meeting those. But like, what? Why then? Why can't it be? I like. I, I don't understand the mentality that's like this isn't exactly what I expected. Yeah. So I'm going to reject it entirely. Yeah, and also just like they're being rude in general because like she yeah. made them a nice thing, and they're like, Ugh. but then also she's and they in on never the try them. They don't try them. Okay, because it's Here's a joke. Because they they're shouldn't. not meant to eat them. Wait, but the whole she the recipe is a joke. Like. No, it's just a promotional video. Oh. So it's like an ad. It's like a sting. So she like... Yeah, I guess... Okay. So they're like... My, maybe my metaphor isn't apt. Because you're right. They are real wings. They're wings. They're wings. So here's... And they are wings for a culture. That's what they call wings. Yes? Mm-hmm. I don't know. Yeah, I mean, just chicken wings. I grew up in a wingless life. I like, know that you are, not, you are not a wing... Experienced woman. I have very limited wing experience. I have a lot of wing experience. Yeah. So you come at this so much wings. Wings. You know wings. Wings. But like if someone said, okay, this app isn't in, this is more relatable to me. Okay. But it's not cultural. That's the problem. Well, we could do like pizza though, right? That like, uh, you bring a deep dish pizza somewhere and say like, here's, here's, here's the pizza. And people be like, that's not pizza because they want like some floppy thing. Right. But Chicago doesn't have like a history of, yeah, erasure. I would say no. That's true. That's okay, true. I don't, and I'm not trying to be dismissive. I'm just that's why I'm trying to come up with like a an apt simile that would. I feel like a lot of the 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 metaphors would be chicken related because chicken yeah. is something that's so yeah, goes universal, everywhere. Yeah. Okay, so I mean, I guess the same would be like honestly, I feel like the same would be like if, and I think this is making it a little bit worse because yeah. it's more similar. But if they were like, uh, she's like, I'm making fried chicken. Yeah. And she brings out like a fried chicken that has uh, like miso glaze on it. Yeah. And they're like, that's not fried chicken. And she's like, I know. I wouldn't do that to you. Takes the fried chicken away. Yeah. And puts out just like fried chicken. Yeah. Yeah. The problem is that like it's the joke, right? That's that's the thing. It's like, why is it the joke? Yeah. Yeah. And I don't know. Yeah. Well, because then she knows she's doing something mean spirited, right? Yeah. Because she's in on it. I think she's teasing them. No, not They're them. She's teasing the the food. Because the, the food, culture. the culture could never be real. That's, I think, the problem for me. And that, I agree, that's fucked up. Yeah. I guess I think there is a hacky joke in, I feel like it's the kind of joke that would happen on, like, King of Queens or something. Yeah. Where it would. a wife makes, like, and this is mm-hmm. not cultural, so it isn't the same. But it's, I feel like it's in the same vein of a joke of, like, oh, I, I made hot dogs. Mm-hmm. They're all turkey dogs. Yeah. And he's those, like, those are not real dogs. dogs. Okay. Just kidding. Of course they're beef hot dogs. I would never make you guys eat turkey dogs. Yeah. But the joke is the guy's a dick. Like the joke is like. No, but the the, the, joke, the joke isn't on turkey. No, but the joke in this case is on the food because she says, oh, don't worry, I'd never do that to you guys. Like she's on their side. She agrees that that's not real food. Or she's in like a horrible marriage and she's like. I knew you were a jerk. Sure. And it also is like a, another weird gendered thing too, where she's yes, like, serving she's them. like, I would, and I would never make you eat the girl food. Here's the boy food. Yeah. The spicy wings. I don't want your balls to fall off. Yeah. Oh my God. If there was a food that would make people's balls fall off, 
That would be amazing. <laughs> what would it be? Some kind of dumpling? Yeah. I think it would be really hot. <laughs> really? It's so hot. It's like, plink. It would be called like balls fall off chili. And if you eat it, it's your own funeral. <laughs> Sorry, man. Yeah, I told you. You, your you balls would have are, to put that in the name. Yeah, <laughs> your balls are going to fall if you eat this chili chili. Really, if you eat it, comma, it's your fault. We told you, period, exclamation point. Welcome to my house. <laughs> no, welcome to my house. <laughs> no, but you're right. Fuck Pioneer Woman. I just feel like, yeah. It's not, it's, fu- it's not funny. And I here's the thing. we It's insensitive. And there's no reason to be insensitive. Also, there's a She's, way that you can make it not – if they're just like, these aren't buffalo wings, done. Right. And then she could be like, yeah. you're right. I know that buffalo wings are for the game, done. It would still be stupid and gendered and lame. Yeah. But you wouldn't right. also be fucking – you and all your white friends talking about how Asian – Asian, Asian food, food isn't real. Isn't real food right. or like real man food or whatever. Yeah. Also, what's up with the response of like, mm, people are just too sensitive about PC stuff. Like, just say you're sorry. You didn't realize you were being yeah. insensitive. Yeah. And or like, say, I don't care that I hurt you. Yeah. If that's I'm what you a mean. person yeah. who does not care about hurting other people. Yeah. Fine. Like, not fine. Like, I don't like you. Right. <laughs> but at least you're not gaslighting a bunch of people. Exactly. Just be like, <laughs> I don't care about your feelings. Yeah. Not like you're too sensitive. Like, I hurt you. I know I hurt you. And I do yeah. not give a If she was just care. like, too bad. <laughs> too bad, so sad. Wait, has she re- she responded and said everyone's too sensitive? Um, or pu- she has not officially responded, okay. but has basically told her publicist, I don't care. Um, people, are, this is just PC, like people being too obsessed with PC culture. What's up with the shirts Wesley's wearing in, uh, <laughs> at the like, beginning of this episode? Uh, billowy but tucked in. <laughs> well, and, it's his and, dad's birthday. He's got like a he's really dress deep up for dad's birthday. <laughs> <laughs> his, it, it's like a really deep V, and he's wearing like an undershirt. Yeah. yeah, under it. I don't. I think he's trying out things. Yeah, his girlfriend dumped him. Mm. He's trying to figure out his mm-hmm. next steps. <laughs> yeah, he's he tried the, the leather thing, and he's not very good at being the boss. No. no. Basically, his best move as the boss is like, let Angel call the shots. Yeah. <laughs> Which is so sad because he's he wants to feel proud of himself. And he's tied so much of his self-worth in things like a title and what his dad thinks. And as long as those are what's important to him, he's never going to actually be proud of himself. That phone call. Killing. It was pretty sad, but also he was doing that thing where he's repeating everything the other person said. Uh, yeah, yeah, so yeah, of course. Well, Dad, of course, I am not going to get fired again like that one time in Buffy season five and three. <laughs> yes, that's okay. right. I had forgotten about All that. All right. What do you suggest? You no, suggest it, hiring it the happen. other person? No, I think it has to happen. Um, I actually did. There was one thing that he did do that left a little to either to the imagination, which I appreciated. At the end, he just says, I hope it'll be different, which is like it could be anything. Yeah. Yeah. And he could have been like, I hope it'll be different. Unlike the time that I let the Slayer go and uh, <laughs> <laughs> and I ruined my life. Mm. I don't know. Most of the time, unless it's going to be cryptic, I want to hear both sides of the phone call. So you want, yeah, just have the voice. Yeah, just yeah. have the voice. Great. Yeah, that's, if, that or seems be like cryptic. No problem. Yeah, or if you want to just be like, uh, I got this new job, Dad. Oh, okay. Yeah, no, definitely. Mm-hmm. Bye. You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. I'm okay with cryptic. Yeah. yeah. Because the actor should be able to sell it anyway. Yes. That like he's being crushed by what's happening on the other side of the phone. Yes, because he does it kind of at the beginning where he's like, oh, I um, I got a promotion. And then he's like, yeah, you're right. Like that is enough, mm-hmm. I think. 
I think one thing he could do to make his promotion sound more impressive is stop referring to Angel Investigations as their group. Yep, What's it sounds. That? It's like if you talk about your um, improv team as like a skit group. Yeah, <laughs> we make goof 'em ups. <laughs> My goofy gang. But like, they are theoretically a business, right? Yeah. Yeah. So just at work. Yeah. Just be like, I'm the boss at work now. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Of, our, my, of our group of our little group and little group i mean i think that's part of it though i think his dad has him so cowed mm-hmm. that mm. he he doesn't have the like ability to be proud of himself it's really like in general it's sad this scene did not land as heavy as it i should have been upset i agree i felt theoretically bad for him mm-hmm. and i like <laughs> no i'm with you it was yeah. like theoretically this sucks but uh, no, action like because i was like imagining you know how he must feel and like i i I'm sure all of us carry oh God, that kind of insecurity. on his dad's birthday and his dad didn't pick up the phone. Now, I mean, his, his, they probably don't have caller ID. Yeah. But like, you don't answer the phone on your own fucking birthday. It's his birthday. He doesn't want to talk to anyone. <laughs> I mean, I, this could be more playing into the gender stuff that's yes. happening in the rest of the episode that the wife has to pick up the yeah. phone. I'm sure it is. I'm sure she's cowed too. Oh, I'm sure. Wesley's dad's a monster. <laughs> he is a monster. And we do know, I mean, it has been hinted that there was a past of abuse with his father. Mm. Oh, it was like almost explicit in that oh, first right. season episode. Yes, with the girl. Mm-hmm. That's a bummer. Yeah. I mean, here's the thing. Just don't tell your parents anything. Yeah. Like, they don't They don't need to know you got a promotion. Oh, if They're just going to make you feel bad about it. Yeah. No, there's a, yeah, not, not that my relationship with my parents is like his relationship with his parents, but like. I wish that I just didn't tell my parents things because uh-huh. it's like every time I'm like, why did I even tell you? I was yeah. proud of this thing. Yeah. Yeah. And then they're always like, oh, well, neat. well how, how are you going to make money from that? Or what's the next step? Yeah. Or, yeah. or, or just or just flat out, you shouldn't be doing that. Yeah. <laughs> um, I kind yeah. of have like a reverse of that with my dad mm-hmm. where he wants to cheerlead really hard. <laughs> so if I don't have like something for him to grab onto... He gets really depressed. Oh, oh my God. No. Like, That's too much pressure. It's so much pressure. So like when things aren't good, I just don't talk to him. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Like it's because he will even be like, we're so depressed after this car. I was like, yeah, I wasn't sad about the, <laughs> that. I didn't have anything good to tell you. Like, so I'm happy to tell him good things. And he's like, like I said, he's a huge, great cheerleader. But like when I don't have anything good to report, it's like, and it's like, you did this. <laughs> <laughs> well, he just gets sad. And I'm like, yeah. I don't want to make you sad about Mm-hmm. Hey, sometimes life just goes on, right? Like yeah. sometimes you're not making a new thing happen. Sometimes uh sometimes it's just you're doing the things that you yes. do and that's got to be enough. Totally. But sometimes I guess it isn't for certain people. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> Everything's great. <laughs> but it isn't for certain people. Dad. No, but it, it is a weird Yeah, I don't have that thing of like of being uh not happy for happy things. But I have the reverse. I have yeah. being too sad for sad things. Mm. Like I don't need you to make me feel worse. Yeah. Is a uh, is this phone call sort of weird? Like we don't necessarily spend too much time on like Wesley has daddy issues in the rest of this episode, right? Well, I think that it informs his impotence later in the episode when he doesn't like step up, right? And his uncertainty to be the leader. And I think also. Since we deal with masculinity so much mm, throughout mm-hmm. this episode, it's kind of like I I feel like it's in that we are to infer that uh, Wesley's dad is very into mm-hmm. like masculinity, and right. Wesley has not measured up to that, and so like him trying to take this leadership role, uh, 
and leadership being tied to masculinity. Because Angel's pretty masculine. I think it also... Because Wesley... And I'm not blaming him for Cordelia being sucked into another dimension. But... but. <laughs> he's kind of off his game. Yeah. Like, he should... He doesn't really... I feel like he's a step behind every step. Well, and what it, what about Gun too, though? Like, well, Gun is out. To, Gun's Gun not gone. there. Well, but he's failing everybody. Right, he's failing yeah. both his families. Right. So, poor, poor Gun. Yeah, I felt also, that. Yeah, I mean, I felt bad for the guy who had to get burned and stuff. But yeah, I, yeah, I'm just sorry to to your point about yeah. uh, Wesley being partially responsible. Yeah. For Cordelia being sucked into a demon yes. land. Yeah, Gun wasn't there to be the muscle. Mm-hmm. Wesley wasn't there to be smarter than everybody. Like they weren't, they weren't on their. They didn't know what to look for. Yeah. And in retrospect, it what the fact that everything was upsetting Cordelia all the time wasn't necessarily what led her to be sucked through a vortex. But everyone should have been more vigilant. I think it was also yeah, it was people not. It reminded me a lot of, and it's because I've been watching a lot of RuPaul's Drag Race lately. Mm-hmm. Um, so there was this one challenge that they had to do where they had to do a play. And they had assigned everyone these parts. And then last minute, they decided to switch up the parts. And Perfect. Like it, every play I've ever been in. Mm-hmm. And um, Keep it fresh. So, so the person in charge just last minute was like, I'm going to switch you two. And it was like people not playing their strengths and like switching everything up. And they had to learn new lines? Yep. That and sucks. Uh, RuPaul said out of that, this is season six uh, or seven out of seven seasons this is the worst train wreck I've ever seen and it really was really terrible um, and I've seen other episodes it can be, be the it can be really train wrecky no it was literally people no one knew their lines and why, just, why would they they wouldn't yeah except yeah. for one person one person knew all their lines but so it was like it kind of reminded me of that where it's like there's this shakeup of roles mm-hmm. and people aren't in the place where they had had their strengths and like yeah. knew how to maneuver within that role. And then so it's like guns gone. There's like that vacuum. And then yeah. Wesley is like the leader with Angel supposed to be following him, but Angel doesn't listen to him. And like, but not even in that aggressive a way. No, because he, he just, has to decide. Yeah. He's just naturally a leader mm-hmm. and naturally has plans. And like, well, and they've got these two other guys tagging along too, right? Yes. Like Lauren and Landock. Yes. Um, <laughs> And they're bringing totally weird energy to this. Yeah, because yeah. they've got their weird family thing that they're yeah, dealing whatever with. they're dealing with. And then, um, and also, like, Cordelia's the one doing the books right now. Like, Cordelia's never been a book girl. Yeah, she shouldn't be, Wesley should be on books. But he also, and I had forgotten this until so I glanced at my notes, he got punched by a power walker. Yes. <laughs> Wesley is having a tough, his yeah. manhood is taking a beating. Yeah. And I think, and we're also seeing a, a, an interesting thing where it's like, um, we see someone that's completely comfortable in where they fall on the like the frames of masculine mm-hmm. and feminine, yeah. which is Lauren, who's just yeah. like, fuck this. I found what I like to do. Like, this yeah. is me. This is me, pussy yeah. cat. Sorry. I'm singing superstition. Yeah. Probably the best karaoke yes. uh, number that we've seen on the show yeah, I mean, to date, right? Lauren, it's great. It always I hope that it. was his audition. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it was just perfect. Hired. You got the part. What I also love about Lauren is that he constantly does that like scale thing where he's like, yeah, (laughs) I love that. It's like such a like 80s thing to do. Yeah, he's great. Um, But yeah, so we have Lauren who's like, I'm not going to fall within your guys's like ideas Mm -hmm. of masculine and feminine and I 
am jamming on that. And yep. like, this is my place. I have Caritas. I have this. Like, mm-hmm. I feel great. Actively rejecting mm-hmm. his like warrior culture. Yeah. So, and I know this is probably binary of me, but I kind of wanted him to go on a date with that librarian. Oh, yeah, <laughs> she, when they meet in the hall. She was so flustered by him. Yeah. She's why like, is, you are so huge and you have horns. Why is she giving him notes on the horns? I know. <laughs> you don't do that to someone's face. Be like, oh, your costume's really great. Except These for horns that. suck. Well, you're she, a professional. I'm giving you notes. I think okay, she was she's so a flustered. librarian. <laughs> she's she's flustered. She's never seen such a slab of man. <laughs> and she thinks he has a second try. Oh, right. So she's like, she come back. she thinks it's just a dry run. Interesting. He's still a professional. You don't give him notes. <laughs> okay. <laughs> do, you, do you like hire a clown and they're like, clown, wig, get a better one? Ryan would. <laughs> <laughs> On the tryout, if he came for the audition, because mm-hmm. that's what you do. You have like five clowns come in. Right. They each get you 20 minutes. Only Whoa, one leaves alive. They each get 20 minutes. <laughs> this is a long audition session. <laughs> well, you got to see all their bits. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, and you say, okay, you got the job, but uh, you're going to have to fix up that. I'm essentially a director from this episode. Yeah. <laughs> I guess that's what I'm saying. <laughs> oh, my God. What a piece of shit this guy is. Monster director. I almost feel like he's... I wish he was less of a monster. Me too. Because it would have landed harder. Mm-hmm. If it, So, I'm going to say something I assume that I'm right. Okay. But, like... <laughs> Confidence no, of the but, no, no, and, and shoot me down, of course. <laughs> um, but, like, there's if this real director wouldn't be this bad, wouldn't be this like outright in everything he's saying right like it would be couched in like language that's more i think um i think that if he were when he's saying the part like i'm supposed to want to sleep with this girl i don't want to sleep with this girl would you she looks like she's whatever he wouldn't be saying that like at her to right. the guy that, that, yeah i think she would be overhearing that mm-hmm. i think yeah because that is like a literal thing mm-hmm. that used to be part of the language of like casting Mm -hmm. like uh everyone wants to sleep with her or like is she fuckable or not yeah if she's not fuckable don't cast her yeah and like so i think that would be overheard i think also when he's like when he is being a fucking monster and he's like um show a little cleave and you'll get out of his light like i don't know if he'd be that mean like i feel like he'd more probably be like all right, well, if your tits fall out, then they fall out, but we need you out of the light. Yep. Yeah. I think that's part of it, too, is this is a commercial. Mm -hmm. I think that, like, I think power corrupts. Mm -hmm. And absolute power corrupts, absolutely. Mm -hmm. So, like, I think... (laughs) Right, so if if this is, like, the set of, like, Nymphomaniac, this is different. Whoa. (laughs) I'm trying to pick someone that exploits their... uh, Their Their actors. Is that true? The movie Nymphomaniac? I did... I Oh, there was, like, real sex in that movie, right? Right, but I, I thought everybody was into it. You're saying that Lars von Trier is a monster? I didn't think that. I just thought like it was a weird movie, and the people who were like, I think Shia LaBeouf would have sex on TV on movies for art. I mean, I think it happened literally, but I'm just saying like, (laughs) (laughs) I think that's what that. You don't think he was coerced into doing? I didn't. If you told me, I would believe you, but I just didn't think that about him. Whereas I would say Michael Bay. Michael Bay is a great example. Yeah, he literally was upset at Megan Fox and made her wash his car in a bikini on on set. As punishment, so we can he, watch her. I mean, he's That's gross. yeah, he's yeah. the worst. Uh, well, tran- well, uh, Transformers three when they, they were filming it in Chicago, uh-huh. and at one point uh, they were so you know we I was living in Chicago at the time, and we'd get all these stories from yeah because you know like nothing films in Chicago, yeah, so you exciting. get excited when something is. <laughs> um, but he evidently uh, was upset that uh, the extras weren't running away, like actually scared. 
Um, and so he was like, someone give me a machine gun so I can fire it in the air and uh, make them scared of this. And they were like, no. Oh my God. <laughs> See, even Michael Bay gets a no sometimes. Yeah. Right. So I feel like this guy's acting like he's Michael Bay. But he's directing he's a directing commercial. He's directing a commercial. Mm-hmm. So For a like national sunscreen? commercial. Yeah. And I think what you said too, it's like, yes, people do get treated like meat. I think mm-hmm. especially, act, I mean, actors get treated like meat, but they don't necessarily get like negged. Yeah. Like the, the, like the spin on it was felt, that felt over the top. Whereas him saying like, yeah, your boobs might fell out. We may all see them. That is not my problem. Also, like what, a, the bullying aspect is weird. Yeah, because yeah. like you're trying to get a like happy, energetic performance out of an actress. Yeah. Like, is berating her how you're going to do that? Or you hate her, fire her, get yeah. someone else. Yeah. There are, I mean, Charisma Carpenter is gorgeous, but there are 50 other bikini models mm-hmm. on the streets outside. Right. There's another yeah. one in the shoot mm-hmm. with her. Yeah. Switch <laughs> yeah. jobs. Yeah. Give the other one the lines. Like, yeah. It just felt. Yeah. He was picking on her in a way that was like. And I think the thing that was supposed to feel like degrading and mean about this was that she was a like being treated like a piece of meat. And mm-hmm. I think, you know, like the opposite of love isn't hate. It's indifference. So yeah. if he were just like, all right, well, let's let's move her. Let's get her out of the shot because, you know, if her tits fall out, they fall out. Or even in the scene where she's like, I have food poisoning. He's like, or she, when she men- he mentions her bags under her eyes. Mm-hmm. If he was just like, yeah, you look shitty. Mm-hmm. Which yeah, is not, if, if, if she's like, like, like sorry, look- I have food poisoning, he'd be like, I can tell. Yeah, I can see it. Uh, yeah, yeah, so go ma- back to makeup because makeup didn't do their job. You don't look good enough, which is different than like, what is this shit? I wouldn't yeah. fuck her. Like, yeah. Uh, that's yeah. different because he is, I mean, whatever. This commercial is bullshit. Mm-hmm. All of it is bullshit. Mm-hmm. He's yeah, selling but- a sexy fake image to regular people. So, I mean, it's gross. Look, mm-hmm. the whole thing is fine if it means Angel gets to spend 10 seconds in fake sunlight. Yeah. Right? That was so cute. <laughs> it was so, it was so okay, sad. How does he get there? Yeah, I was going to say, how does he get a drive-on? Drive-ons are not that easy to get. I, well, well, it's he's angel. during the day is what I'm saying. Oh, uh, sewers. Oh. You think there's sewer, and he came up through the sewers on, on the lot? And no one's like, what the fuck is that yeah, smell? I thought he, he pulled up, he pulled an it, he like came out of the <laughs> toilet. <laughs> <laughs> okay so i did forgot about the sewers he didn't need to drive on yeah but my first thought was like how did he get a fucking drive on it's yeah, not no. that easy i, I be on figured, the list you have a driver's license yeah i figured angel he just you know sewers just it. climbed in through some vents somewhere he just apparated onto hogwarts yeah. grounds okay yeah. <laughs> yeah um but yeah i did enjoy that moment for him it and I sweet. and I liked the bikini model thinking he was walking towards her, and then he yeah. was just like, "No, no, no, this, no, 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 no. <laughs> <laughs> you're Cuban, no, no, no. Mm-hmm. I like blondes, but not you." And he's like, "Have you seen like my best friend? <laughs> like, like I give him around like, that a lot. So hot, she's so hot. <laughs> okay, but he's not immune to it. He's not immune. That to was it. the other moment that I could have skipped. Oh, all the guys being gross. Yeah, yeah. and it was really quick, but it was still like yeah, that's like some first draft shit. <laughs> yeah, they sat in it for. It like, was too long. It if, wasn't if funny. If it were like a quarter of the length, I would have overlooked it more or even I mean, if they were looking at her because okay, i would yeah, probably great. if charisma carpenter was right there in a bikini I yeah, would it would probably, be tough i'd be like oh i would just be like right. oh my I, god <laughs> like, <what>? how <laughs> did you operate here yeah and <laughs> but like yeah it just felt mm-hmm. well but it so less. it is part of i mean like it's it's gross and it's a moment that like i'm made uncomfortable by yeah. but i think like obviously the the whole episode is not the whole episode but a lot of it is um people using cordelia yeah right yeah so like even when uh like angel does the thing where he stands up for her, um but then he also is like hey tell me tell me more about that vision like he's still yeah. using mm-hmm. her yeah um, well, and, and it's we, still yeah. gross yeah it's gross 
So I, I mean, I think. Wait, the, does he do the sandwich thing in this episode or the last? I think the I think the previous episode. Uh-huh. I could be wrong because I was hoping I was like maybe he just feels bad and that's why he did the sandwich thing. Well, <laughs> <laughs> I didn't see. It. Does that page have kill written all over it? <laughs> uh, uh, oh, you did one in cursive. <laughs> I took a page of notes that just says kill <laughs> like a million times. What are you not going to show us? Uh-uh. You, know which, you know which ones I like? I like um these neat these the neat, neat ones. The neat ones, these ones here. <laughs> ding, 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 ding. My- I like the waterfall one. Oh, this one? Yeah, that one's good. Yeah, and this one's good. Mm-hmm. My favorite is Mr. and Mrs. Patrick Kill. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! Oh, I like this bubble one too. Bubble one's good. Oh, I like this one in parentheses or in quotations. Kill. <laughs> Kill. Oh my god, uh, Mr. and Mrs. Patrick Kill. Oh. Heart. This is very. Oh gosh. <laughs> I was yeah. It was my plan to not mention it until someone saw it. Okay, that's good. great. All right, well, I saw it. Um, <laughs> there was also, and we, we're talking a lot about gender, but the way Angel defends her is also very much rooted in the patriarchy. He's well, like, yeah. oh, I'm a man. I can handle this. Yes. Talk on beha- behalf of you without consulting you about what you want. Right. And defend your honor. Right. So we- you have offended her honor. <laughs> and I intend to fight you. <laughs> Draw a weapon. I would have liked if he, because this is my thought with like any person in general like if someone is like fronting on my friend yeah then like usually i'm like do you want me to like say something yeah i usually lay in wait and mm-hmm. like i the the friend yeah see I'm if like, they need yeah right because Cordelia's not not fighting back because she lacks the strength to fight back she's not fighting back because she wants the job yep mm-hmm. and, and like, it's part of the job yeah yeah and like you know giving this director an earful doesn't change what how bad the job is Yes. Yeah. In fact, it makes it worse. It makes it worse. Yeah. I had a similar experience. Um, that same friend that we were talking about that was like, I want to break up with my boyfriend, but I don't want to do it right now because it's Christmas. Um, okay. So that same person, we were at um, a bar and mm-hmm. this was in law school and um, she was being like cornered by this guy. Okay. And he was like putting his hands on both sides of her mm. and like, and she was like pushing him away and she was kind of like. She was like, oh, like, no, I have, like, she was like, I have a boyfriend. I'm yeah. not interested. I don't want to, whatever. And he wouldn't stop. So I, like, yanked him back. And I was like, hey, take a fucking hike. She said she doesn't want to fucking talk. And he's like, you don't have to be a bitch. And I was like, you don't have to be a clueless doof. Get out of here. You called him a doof? No, I said something oh. like, you don't have to be a clueless asshole or something All like right. that. Clueless doof is pretty great, though. Well, doof I got from you. So <laughs> that's maybe why I like it. So mm-hmm. go back in time. Go back in time. <laughs> um, and then he leaves all pissed off. And she was like, I really wish you wouldn't have done that because this the law community is a small community and I might have to work with him someday. And I was like, and that should have been my first line to like hightail it out of law. But like, <laughs> yeah, because um, that was just the beginning of so, yeah. that. But it was crazy. Yeah. I was like, you are so fucking entrenched in this like bullshit patriarchy mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. that you think that you have to like. Well, is it that she thinks she has to or that like that is the reality? Well, it Much partially it is the reality. Yeah. Because I had that kind of stuff happen mm-hmm. to me all the time as a lawyer. But it's like, I don't know. Like, it was a real bummer. Like, yeah. I was like, man, women like you exist that I consider peers. It's not just like yeah. people mm-hmm. that I would never talk to. It's like people that I, I was friends with her. Mm-hmm. And I was like, you, the fact that you are willing to like let that she's like internalized like that. that. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, when you said like that she just wants to keep the job, I was like, 
just the idea of having a job people will let. Yeah. Yeah. And I liked, though, that like Cordelia kind of admits to herself later where she's like, I don't know why I wanted to do this. Like, because at first she totally is mad at Angel. Yes. Because he, I mean, he was completely inappropriate. The fact that he showed up there to begin with. I mean, showing up was inappropriate, talking to her boss that way, Mm -hmm. like making a scene. Like, it's. And I think we're supposed to feel that. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Because it's like, it's just a bunch of like puffing chests and like. Uh, yeah, yeah, exactly, exactly. Yeah, it's not like she invited him. She didn't. And then things got bad. He shows up, she walks around have. on the set. Yeah, <laughs> like he's got to get them sweet fake sun rays. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <sighs> Everyone needs cell phones. He needs to call her and be like, "Hey, he has a cell phone. He just never uses it. That's true. He just doesn't like to use it." And she's at work. She's at work. That's another thing too, mm-hmm. where it's like that's her work. Yeah. Now and I'm thinking sucks. of Blue Valentine. Oh Don't my! Don't show up at people's works. Don't show. Patrick, you still need to watch this movie. I know I do. Oh, no. I'm sorry. Well. Well, I don't think you spoiled anything. People have jobs in the movie. Yeah. <laughs> what? Spoiler alert. I'm not watching it. People have jobs. <laughs> um, yeah, I don't think anything good comes up of showing up at people's jobs. No, I don't think so. Yeah, I mean, like, no. sh- uh, if you have plans to meet someone for lunch, fine. Fine. Oh, sure. But, like, but maybe even stay in the lobby. Yeah. Don't mm-hmm. go up there. Don't go up there. Mm-hmm. No, because the the person you're going to meet is a different person when they're at work. Uh huh. And mm-hmm. and you you have a different reputation up there mm-hmm. that you don't need to mess with. Right. And like, I would never go up to someone like. Okay. I would after if it was like if I was picking up someone at the end of the day. Mm-hmm. I would love to see like like see your cube or see your mm-hmm. office when no one else is there. Yeah. Like we went to my office on that a was, Saturday. I oh loved my God, it was that. a dream. Right. I loved that it. was fun. It was nice. No one else was there. No one else was there. Perfect. That was perfect. I'm so glad I got to see your office. But I wouldn't have wanted to go there any other time. No. And I wouldn't have wanted you there. <laughs> yeah. No, it's it is shocking when people just come up. Because people used to do that a lot mm-hmm. at my old office. And I remember like <laughs> I just remember really hating one of my coworkers' wives because yeah. she would always come up and she'd be like eating like fucking popcorn and like chomping all loud and being like carol and i'd just be like this is a place of work we're working and i know this is very whatever of me but like literally everybody in the office was wearing suits yeah and she'd come in in like sweats (laughs) and crocs and like just not and i was just like respect the workplace i don't know like this isn't the place for you to chill out and eat your fucking popcorn. And if you have time to chill out, go do, do it in the it car. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> in the car. Just leave the window cracked. I chilled in a car. It's fine. I chill in the car all the time. Do it. Great. Um, so yeah, Angel made a mistake. Yeah, he made a big mistake. Yeah. Can we hold it against him though? He doesn't understand what people do. He's he got- so Angel's actually kind of weird throughout this whole episode, and he keeps blaming it on being as old as he is. Yeah, but like when they're at the restaurant, he mentions paying like a buck eighty nine yeah. or something. And then he mentions having a prostitute. Yeah, yeah. that's what I'm saying. Yeah, yeah. for the prostitute. Which, uh, though he doesn't say prostitute, he, he calls her a tavern wench. Tavern wench. That's correct. <laughs> Which here, okay, dollar ninety eight. Maybe he's saying it's enough money to pay for enough drinks. <laughs> That a tavern winch will go home with you. I mean, I think it's also worth remembering that Angel pre-vampire was a bad guy. He's sleazy and disgusting and, like, kind of dangerous. Yeah, but I think the way he says it, it's like, it's gross. 
like if he was saying like, yeah, guys, I used to be a creep. <laughs> I used yeah. to pay for prostitutes. Instead, he's like, oh, my God, look at these prices. I used to be able to get head for that. You know what? He's being mapped over like an old person, like an old man. Like, right. Like yeah. a grandpa that we dismiss. But the thing is, is that, A, I don't think we should be just dismissing old people that are being creeps. <laughs> just don't. <laughs> like, fuck, like, Alan Alda's a great guy. How come all old people can't just Oh, my age? God. Can't... My heart, like dropped my stomach because I thought you were about to tell a horrible Alan Alda story. No, no, he's a perfect guy. Oh, that would be guy. so bad. I was like, no, 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 no Kelly, no. stop. He's a pinnacle, a shining example yeah, mm-hmm. of no. like how to age Let's gracefully. Let's all be Alan Alda when Great. we get old. Um, so, yeah, you, you're saying that uh, like Angel is sort of uh, acting as that um, like the older creepy guy mm-hmm. in That this. like grabs a waitress's butt and you're like, oh, well, uh, Grandpa's well, he's just old. like, yeah. yeah. But it doesn't really work because A, he looks young. And B, mm. I think he's like too old to be like that because like yeah. he's lived a human life cycle at least like three times. So he should be able to. He should be more like Asian fusion. <laughs> <laughs> I've had real Asian food during the Boxer Rebellion. Yes. And it's real food. Yeah. <laughs> and I would do this to you guys because I'm sharing other cultures with you. Like, I feel, yeah, I feel like he would be like, I was there when they invented sashimi. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> or something. I feel like that would feel more authentic to how he really is. Because, Whereas I mean, Mickey he loves Asian culture, too. Did you yeah. see all of his swords? He, he has so many Asian I think swords. he loves, honestly, every culture. He loves a lot oh. of cultures. He does. I think he does. He's I like, think Angel is like, he, he likes to, like, visit each culture. He didn't yeah. spend that much time in Africa that we know of. No. But the love of his life. Her destiny has roots in Africa. It's true. So it's almost the same. It's the same. <laughs> uh, this is not a stretch. Um, but Cordelia gets another vision. Mm-hmm. She just can't stop. She can't stop getting visions. Can't she, stop and won't stop. Can't stop, won't stop. And her vision this time is of Dollhouse's Amy Acker. Mm-hmm. Oh. I don't know if you, it was really fast. She's the credits too. We're like, Amy Do you Acker know who like, Amy oh, Acker is? Uh, no. Okay. She's a Whedon person. You will know her. When you see her someday. not in a, in a okay. Do do I know her from anything uh, that I have? Have you seen um fuck what's the Shakespeare she, Much Ado about Much Ado about nothing? I did. Yeah. She was the lead. She played oh, okay. Beatrice. Um, she was on Dollhouse. She did something else recently. She's, She's really good. good. <laughs> <laughs> this is like that Twilight moment. <laughs> Twilight. Twilight. Um, you both you and said I both Twilight. said Twilight at the same time. <laughs> oh, I felt like from the book, and I was like. You know that part on page 325? <laughs> <laughs> five Amy down. Acker is really good. <laughs> Amy Acker is really good, but she didn't get to do that much in this episode. And is not name dropped in Twilight. No. As far as we know. As far as, far as we, we know. know. I only read the first few books. I haven't read them all at there all. There are I've only read a few books. There's like four. Right. And I've read the first one. Four. <laughs> I'm trying to remember if I read the second one. <laughs> Ryan held up three fingers when she said and one. And when she said one, she put down the pinky. <laughs> I put down the one I had read. There were four. Left. Oh, three left. one, two, three, four. Yeah, one of them. I uh, maybe I read the second one. Anyway, I like that uh, Lauren was uh, that he brought up um, Harry Potter. That he was. I that he was like, that. I want to read Harry Potter in this yeah, library. I loved that. It was really cute. Uh, but the vision. Yes, she gets a vision of a woman with. Brown hair and glasses. And tall. And wearing a thing. uh, With a cart of books and touching one book. In particular. And then. Wearing a necklace with a A ball ball shape. Yeah. (laughs) Call it spherical. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, leading with like a ball. (laughs) Yeah. Unless it has like lines of a tennis ball on it. Sure. Yeah. I mean, I honestly, if someone just said like, 
a spherical pendant, I would have been like, okay. I I, honestly, if you said round pendant, I wouldn't assume yeah. flat. You would have to like tell me flat. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> she wears dog tags. Yeah, she has dog tags. <laughs> so maybe she served. I don't know. Oh, that would be so helpful for visions. Yes. yes. If everyone wore dog tags. Okay, so this leads them to the library. Yes. Are that's... we skipping? Uh, or do we need to loop oh, back around? Oh, Lorne to... has a big demon comes in. Right. At With very long forearms. Right, and it makes piggy noises. It makes piggy noises, <laughs> and it runs out. Yeah. yeah, and he's like, "Whoa!" And he's like, "Whoa!" Better go uh, find uh, it. <laughs> Better find it. Here. I need a champion. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. So where does he go to see Angel. Angel? And Angel and and Wes is just coming back mm-hmm. from getting beat up by the Power Walker. Oh, this was the connection I was making in my mind. Okay, they make like an offhand top thing about how everyone in LA is so sensitive. Because mm-hmm. when uh, Gunn and Wes murdered that demon, the Power Walkers were like, you should respect that demon's culture. Yeah. Yeah. So that was like a proto-PC joke. Yeah. Yeah. And also, I feel like, is maybe responding to some of the criticisms of the early episodes of Angel, where weird, like, mapping of Eastern cultures over... Yeah. Well, both Eastern... Demon col- stuff. Eastern cultures, there's been weird, like, uh, there was that weird Nazi episode. Oh, yeah. I forgot about that. So they've done a lot of... Yeah, but you're thinking of Biling. Oh, I was thinking oh. of um, the Biling episode. Definitely is problematic. Yeah, okay. The Biling episode. episode? You got to go back to watch it. Do I? Just yeah, because for her. then Fodel oh, is on boy. the Tall Dark and Broody after. All right, all right. So it's worth it. Um, I was talking about another episode we discussed with Fodel, which oh. was when they talked when they, it was like weird Middle Eastern stuff over this family of demons that they thought were innocent but turned oh. out to eat people. Yeah. Oh. And they're like, we've assimilated. We're normal, except for this weird custom that we do where we eat people. Yeah. So yeah, they had some issues. <laughs> okay. Uh, in the first few seasons, some of their meta- some of their mapping was sloppy. Yeah, right. sloppy. Yeah. So I think that you're right. It was probably aimed at those haters. <laughs> haters gonna hate. They gonna. But sometimes they have a reason. Yeah. Mm-hmm. There was a. Uh, this is not related. To, it's related to the event, but not to the the subject that we were talking okay. about. Um. That they're like, we got to hurry. There's a 5K on the north side yeah. of uh, Lake Hollywood. Mm-hmm. Um, I thought they were like, we got to hurry because they're going to close down the streets. And this is on my mind because it's the LA Marathon today. Yeah, yeah everything is closed. And get, yeah, getting here, kind of a nightmare. How did you guys do? Because I was great. I was took the 101. I went down Myra, which goes underneath Sunset. Yes, this is what I did as oh. well. Yeah, and then I did Santa Monica. Santa Monica. Over. Yeah, right. I did 101 so, to Santa Monica. It was fine. So actually getting like in the area was okay. It's just like there are runners and people everywhere. Yeah, yes. and the parking's weird. The parking's yeah. weird, and I had to go. I w- guys, what'd you I do? Broke Ryan? a rule. No, what? I went what? against a do not enter sign because oh, to you know, get into this parking yeah, lot? there's a parking lot behind Meltdown. And rather than I couldn't get in from Gardner because yeah. it was blocked yeah. off, so I had to get in from Sierra Bonita. Oh, and it says do not enter, and all the cars are facing the other way. But I just, I just did it, guys. I'm proud of you. Yeah. Do you want to know what that went through right my move. mind when I did that? What I was like, up, oh, no cars, and then just <laughs> blasted through pedal to the metal, went in, parked my car. Yeah, I, I did it twice because I was like, I was like, oh, I came by the do not enter because I was trying to street park, and then I went back around, and I was like, it's blocked. And then I looked and I was like, could I make sad face at these fire engines? But and then like, the fire point. engine was like blocking the entrance. And I was like, they're not going to move their fire engine because I say, no. oh, oh, please. So I'll just do not enter. And then if they say anything to me, I'll be like, I didn't want to make you move your engine, sir. Yeah. <laughs> please, sir. So we're, we're playing into the patriarchy as well. 
Gotta please her. But here, play with here, the cards you're what? dealt. Guess what? Huh. She's taking it, flipping it, and reversing mm-hmm. it. Mm-hmm. It's your flip a different to me. And but don't. What? What is it's happening? Work it. Work it. By Missy Elliott. I was actually listening to that on the way here. Really? Mm-hmm. Love, love me some Missy. I was listening to Christian Kane. <laughs> I don't well, come to my house. <laughs> <laughs> you got trouble leaving me at the door unless you want some. <laughs> and here at my house. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to my house. <laughs> Wait, is that that song? That's the no, Florida no. song. Oh, okay. <laughs> I was like, that sounds so familiar. <laughs> uh, we don't have to go out. <laughs> um, I would not be surprised if they did a country version of that song. Oh, yeah. Um, so they end up at the library. Mm-hmm. Without gun. Mm-hmm. Sans gun, because gun is like, I gotta help my friends out. They're fighting a bunch of vamps. He he doesn't want to lend them the van. Because he wants to be involved. I know, yeah. but it's still he could be like, Yeah, I'll give you guys a van and I'll meet up with you. Mm. He knows there's a good chance he's not gonna be on time. I think he's doing a thing which I tend to do and I am working on, which is like wanting to do too many things. Yeah. And then so you're like, I because I can't commit fully to yeah a fewer amount of things like everything's gonna suffer which yep. ends up happening because like those dudes one dies yeah I mean it's not Gun's fault that that guy dies but but if Gun was there it would have played out differently sure probably yeah. maybe if I he guess. had let them use his car if maybe. he had the car at least I mean I think that is the thing is like that's probably one of the hardest that I didn't anticipate going into adulthood that has been the hardest is that you really actually have to prioritize things mm-hmm. right and that means there are things that you care about that you love that are gonna not be in first place. Yeah. Because you're gonna love multiple things mm-hmm. and you have to pick some. And so many of them have to take a back seat to things that you don't love. Yep. Like working, making money. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, that that's not always, in fact, very infrequently, like mm-hmm. coincides with the actual things that you care about. Yeah. And like want to prioritize. Yeah. But Less- then, yeah. Then on top of that, that there are a million things that you do actually care about and have to pick between which is what gun's doing here Mm -hmm. um and in like splitting his time uh kind of between like his old crew and his new crew like they both suffer from it Mm -hmm. and if he would just like stick with the angel guys maybe they wouldn't have had such a hard time uh beating the draken 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 um but if he would have stuck with his old crew then maybe either dell or george yeah. Uh, I just wrote down their names. I don't know. I don't remember which <laughs> I don't know which. who's who. The one with like the, the taller, skinnier one with bigger hair. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, then maybe he wouldn't be dead. Yeah. These are, that's true. Mm-hmm. But you can't know that until you learn that, I guess. Right. I mean, he's learning it really hard right now. Mm-hmm. And so I think. Well, he's going to come back and Cordelia's gone. Yeah. So like he's going to, it's not even like, like. He doesn't even know how bad it is. No, he doesn't. Right. He thinks it's really bad right now. He doesn't He's know like, that Cordelia's in like the Malibu woods right now. <laughs> <laughs> she has no service. She has no service. Look, and but there's some like weird bark close to the camera. Yeah, so. there's some weird bark. And yeah, that bark was so weird. <laughs> so weird. And also like people just off right outside of the frame of the camera. Yeah. Going, like, <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> so yeah, gun is going to be in a tough yeah. He's, he's going to have to make some choices. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um because he needs to commit to one or the other. It's really funny um uh having watched this series many times, I how much you like rem- the 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 uh, outfits symbolize mm-hmm. to you because like seeing her in that denim jumpsuit, yeah. I was like, "Oh, 
this is the episode where she ends up in that place. Yeah. <laughs> Does she stay in that outfit for a little while in Demon Land? You don't have mm-hmm. to. Yeah, it's, you're both shrugging at me. Okay. <laughs> but yeah, we are starting the arc that finishes the season. Okay. There's yeah, we're almost episodes. done. Yeah. Uh, sorry, we keep uh, diverting away from the library. Okay, okay so, so we're, we're in the library. library. <laughs> and they start describing this girl mm-hmm. with brown hair. It's like, it kind of sounds like every librarian in the world. Yep, brown she's hair. She's like, she's slight, pretty, but doesn't wear a lot of makeup. <laughs> it's brown hair and glasses. Hot, but doesn't know it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> if only she let her hair down and yeah. took off her glasses. Yeah. But her hair comes down to like the... Yeah, her hair is very... Oh, yeah. Her Remember hair is like when they very say long. Her hair down to here. so long. Mm-hmm. Especially... That's very long. Um... <laughs> And she's tall, so and it's she, like very long hair. Yes, and she has a necklace that is a ball. A ball. and Maybe an apple. Mm-hmm. And then mm-hmm. it sparks something in Blonde Librarian. Yeah. It sounds like Fred, but Fred's been gone for here for five years. What's with this name misdirect? It, ha- it happens for a second where she's like, Fred, and Cordelia's like, oh, but I saw a woman. And she's like, oh, Fred is a woman. She's like Fred, short for Winifred Burkle. If you made if you made a girl character named Ryan, you'd probably have to do that too. I think it's just like yeah, but like they, then I why think, name the character? Because it's an awesome it's an awesome name. Okay, Fred. it's an awesome name, but like it's not a character. It's just like oh, for like simplicity's sake. I mean, unless she comes back later and is part of the show. Okay, fine. <laughs> <laughs> I wrote Fred with exclamation points. Because oh, because you're she, excited to see Fred. Yeah. Uh, when I said like Amy Acker's like a part of the, like. You see a lot of Amy Acker. Also, yeah, if we're like, Amy Acker, she's a Whedon person. She's seen in a dream sequence. In, in a vision. No, she's a dollhouse, though. That's true. She is a do- no, no, no. Uh, yeah. This is, she's she's a- and Much Ado. You gave me two okay, other right. examples. Yeah, it's true, it's true, You're absolutely right. It's true. It's true. It's true. It's, true. it's an introduction. She's, you know, I think she's on Angels of Shield. Anyway, she, mm. uh, yeah. Okay. We, we will see her again. It's a real character. Right, it's great. a character on the show. Um, great. I apologize. So that's, no, but you're right. It does feel weird. But it, it is, I think it's justifying her name. Sure. Uh, which they never justify Willow. They never justify, like, That's there's a, a lot point. of Willow. dumb names. She's named after that well, movie. Well, <laughs> <laughs> is she? She's named. <laughs> <laughs> they don't justify Buffy. They don't, like, they have weird names on these shows mm-hmm. and don't justify. I mean, mm-hmm. Gunn is just his last name? Mm-hmm. Yes. That's fine. I like and when they, it says Gunter. Yeah, Gunter. <laughs> Uh yeah, everyone else. I guess this show doesn't have as many weird names. Yeah, but anyway, I mean, Angel's pretty weird, but that's a self. But Angelus is a name his person gave An- him. Angelus, An- Angelus, which is weirder. Angelus, <laughs> Angelus, that's weirder. It is weirder than Angel. <laughs> um, but yeah, I I like Fred as a girl's name. Mm-hmm. I like it better than Winnie. I think. Yeah, yeah, it's a better shortening. Also, I think uh, the Wonder Years owns Winnie. Yep, forever. Right? Oh. You can't name someone Winnie anymore. You can't. Also, the poo. Yeah, that would be the thing. Is can you imagine being a kid? Yeah, and everyone called poo. you the poo. Oh. Winnie the poo. Mm. Yeah, no, yeah. you have to go, Fred. Um, so Cordelia grabs this book, <laughs> and she's like, she she's can't like, read it, but she reads she's it like, anyway. Okay, let's see. This book is magic. <laughs> she's like, boy, can I buy a vowel? <laughs> Which why does Wes not grab it? Because he can read so many languages. Yeah, he's he's so much better at this than her. I know, and he's just. Being a bum. I'm glad it's all like Roman letters, though, so she can yeah, read yeah, it. Yeah, she can. Yeah. <laughs> right. <laughs> right. It's not in like it's not Cyrillic Sanskrit or something. <laughs> and is Warren standing there at that point? Yes. And Warren the whole time is like, Ugh. yeah, grab the book. I think he's like paralyzed. I think he, yeah, he's, he's so probably out. like, I can't be too forward about what exactly. Yeah, that's on true. Here. He has secrets. He's got yeah. secrets. I mean, one of them was his name, Warren, because. <laughs> 
He's green. Right. Lauren Green. 15 years? Bonanza? That joke works much better for me than the <laughs> prostitutes one. Oh, yeah. No, that's a good joke. <laughs> and it's funny. funny. It and and uh, Cordelia and Wes. Wesley just being like, I don't, what do you fucking want from us? <laughs> you know what makes <laughs> that me we sad? don't know Bonanza. <laughs> it makes me sad because there was a time where Bonanza was a trivia answer. Because mm-hmm. it was the longest running. Scripted. Scripted. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And maybe, is it still the longest running scripted live action? It may be. It might be. How long has Grey's been on? It's, it's, in, it's like at 10, I think. I think it's more than because it started with Lost. Isn't Supernatural right? really long? Yeah, yeah, that's getting. Like, there. I don't they, know if they've gotten to fifteen, but they're they're going. They're to like soon. at what? Because like a long time it was the longest run in scripted, and then mm-hmm. Simpsons, and the Simpsons like, destroyed demolished it. Yeah. it. yeah, which well because and is and will never end. Yeah, I don't think. Why would it ever end? Yeah, Bonanza. <laughs> you that was so good. Thank you. I tried to watch Bonanza before. It's not my. Come it's up. not my jam. It's not my jam. Uh, my best friend in middle school loved it. I'm not a Western <laughs> person. Mm. And that's a lot of Western to take in if you're not into it. It's like pretty much just a Western. Right. You know what? I'm usually not a... Yeah, it's pretty... It's like the Western. Like, <laughs> like if I had to use one word to describe Bonanza... <laughs> it would be... Dun, 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 bonanza! <laughs> it would be Western. Uh, fair. I am... Not really a Western person either. Here's the thing. If you want to tell me a story about the nature of good and evil and you use Western as a backdrop, I'm in. You want to tell me a, com- a buddy comedy and you use Western as a backdrop, I'm in. Mm-hmm. Romance. Backdrop is Western. All right. If you say it's just a Western, probably not. That's the problem. Yeah, because I liked Deadwood. Sure. Um, mm-hmm. But also that was like human interest. Like mm-hmm. it was and also. It was like, also like the Tony real thing. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> did you guys see, and this isn't period, but did you guys see Hell or High Water? No, uh-uh. it's good. Yeah. Really? And I would call that like a modern Western. Mm-hmm. Hey, so. But it's really good. Chris Pine. Hey, yeah, Chris Pine. Real yeah. deal, right? Totally. Totally what? the real deal. Yeah. Who? How? Chris, Chris Pine, Pine is an actor. Yes. He was, he, he plays. Star Trek? Yes. He's yes. Captain Kirk in Star, Star Trek. He is Star Trek. He is the Star Trek? <laughs> this year in Star Trek. <laughs> Mr. Trek. <laughs> Mr. Trek. Please call me Star. <laughs> um, no, I think he's. He's a really good actor. A really good actor. Uh-huh. Did you guys ever see the one about wine? Uh, what, sorry, what uh, are you okay, asking? I'm sorry. Okay, hold on. Is it an episode <laughs> is it, of a show? Or is it or a is movie it a called movie, The One, one about, about Wine? Is it an episode of Friends? <laughs> it sounds like an episode of Friends. Um. Okay, wait. Is a movie... Okay, here's what it is. It's a movie uh-huh, about wine. With Alan Rickman. Okay. And Chris Pine. Okay. About a, It's about, like, it's set in the 70s, and it's about essentially the first... Uh, family in Napa that like tried to make uh, I think Chardonnays mm-hmm. uh, because it was like and then competed in this like worldwide competition that France won all the time. They were like mm-hmm. France always won but they were like we can do this. We, I mean it was like a Pinot or some shit. I don't know. I don't care about the wine parts. Okay. I care that Chris Pine is really good in it. <laughs> but it's- uh, and, the, and it's an episode of Friends? Mm-hmm. It's a movie. Oh, okay. And Alan Rickman. It's an episode of Friends it. with Alan Rickman and Chris Pine. <laughs> it's no one lot. talks about it. Yeah, it's weird. I dreamt it, I think. <laughs> um, why were you guys bringing him up now? What is he in because the Hell or High no, Water? He's in Hell or High Water with Ben uh, Foster, who is Ben Foster, mm-hmm. is I think we're all going to look back and feel like we should have been spending more time talking about him because he is also the real deal. Real deal. Like, he is so good. Now, part of it, I think, is that every part he plays, he becomes that part. So if you only think about that part, you're like, oh, he's just being this. Mm-hmm. But, he, but we're he's not looking at that. him yeah. in a yes. like, I think Criterion he's like, Collection yeah, sort of way. I feel way. like he's Meryl Streep good. Non-holistic. Whoa! 
Ay-yi-yi. I know that was big. Here's the thing: Mama. he hasn't played a leading man that much, mm-hmm. so I feel like Meryl Streep has done more commercial things in her career. So mm-hmm. I don't know if he has commercial in him, but I think he could. Mm-hmm. He's very good. So hell or high water then yes it's the two of them and jeff bridges is mm-hmm. the cop who's pursuing them so it's a bunch of underrated but really good people great two thumbs up then. i think jeff bridges is underrated we were talking about westerns though so is this <laughs> <laughs> okay. so oh okay so the plot is uh two brothers it's at modern times okay uh two brothers who are about to lose the family farm uh in east texas oh, sorry I think it's West Texas. In West Texas, <laughs> start robbing the bank. They start robbing banks um, in order to get money to mortgage there, to pay off the mortgage of their farm. Mm-hmm. Um, and Jeff Bridges is about to retire and he pursues them across. He's too old for this shit. Yes. And he pursues them this across is last, this is West Texas. Case. But it's very Western. I mean, it's set, <laughs> set in like desolate towns. It's very, and it's mm-hmm. also about like, the dying of the small town in America and the power of banks. And so it also has like some more allegorical stuff, but so it's more than a Western is what you're saying. It's more than a Western. <laughs> what that, I mean, that begs the question, like what is just a Western? Like what's the, what are the pet themes of like just okay. a Western? Um, I mean, dust, uh, those swinging doors. Okay. So far <laughs> I'm hearing superficial <laughs> things only. <laughs> okay. Well, I think, here's the thing. Uh, it has to be, a sense of the frontier. Mm-hmm. So it's not big city life. Right. Um, separ- rugged solidarity. Just a disgraced uh, hero, mm-hmm. I'd say. Mm-hmm. Um, a tale of redemption. Mm. Is necessary? No. But is present in, I would say, 80%. Uh, yeah. Or. And, and, mm-hmm. I think redemption has to be on the table if not necessarily achieved. Yes. Yes. I think it can be futile. Yeah. I think it also has to be, it's not cynical the way like city folk are cynical, but it's like lived hard and has the lessons that life isn't fair from living. Mm-hmm. So there's sure. like a sense of lack of hope, but it's not, yeah, it's not like, it's not like the way rich people get to that. It's like hard lives. So you, you know that life is hard. Yeah. Like a more biological cynicism yes. of like, we all die. Mm-hmm. Uh, we rot and decay and our bodies fail us. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe yeah, this I, is why I don't I don't like them unless they're about like really about something else. <laughs> there is much more like hopelessness and like there aren't um I wouldn't say that there's a lot of I well, I don't know. I don't think I've watched enough westerns to say this applies to all of them, but I feel like there isn't there aren't a lot of things happening to the protagonist Yeah, it's not a super plot heavy. Yeah. Here's what's interesting is we <clears throat> All three of us together, and probably mm-hmm. a significant portion of anyone who listens to us, saw Logan in the past month. Mm-hmm. Some of us twice. Some <laughs> of us twice. Uh, and the three of us together. Mm-hmm. The three of us together. So that movie makes direct connections to the film Shane, which is one of like mm-hmm. the biggest westerns of all time, or, like most notable westerns of all time. And a lot of the things that we describe as the things that a western has are present in the movie Logan. Yeah. Yeah. So I, could Logan be a Western? Um, they are traveling to Mexico. They start in Mexico. Or they start in Mexico, that's right. Traveling to Canada? Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Well, they're going, no, they're going to Eden. They're going to like Michigan or something. They have uh, to go yes. through South Dakota. Well, oh, no, you're right. It's South Dakota. I don't know why I called it Michigan. I make stuff up. <laughs> <laughs> we needed details and you had one. It didn't matter whether it was I right think, or not. I think also a big 
so yeah, the route between Mexico and South Dakota is like oh, total Western so I town. Think, yeah. So there, we did get a lot of like atmospheric Western things, mm-hmm. which is like desert, desolate. Um, a, a, the frontier a lonely kind of farmhouse. Yeah. yeah. And like um, just like pockets of humanity mm-hmm. that are also maybe like the dregs. Yeah. And then um, we have this, our hero is someone who has a dark past. Yep. Right. And being pursued by a lawman. Yes. Being pursued by a lawman. Like basically being chased by his past. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Inner and outer demons. Um, well, and we have like the older man who is doing the same thing in his own way. Mm-hmm. Like they're both uh, broken from their histories. Mm-hmm. Um, and also there is that same, even though I, not to spoil Logan, but like there are, it's not completely like hopeless, but there is the idea where like you can't, you can't escape those demons. You can't like outweigh yeah. the things that you've done. Yes, I think that that's a thing with westerns that comes yeah. up a lot. Is like you, you're the sum of your life, and you can't escape your past. But also, everyone is going to die, and cruelty is going to happen. Mm-hmm. Children are going to get killed, and if you can do like one good thing in your life. It's only a drop in a bucket compared to all the bad things you've done, but it's still a worthwhile thing. That's the I only think, thing you can do to, to make the bucket better. Yep. Yeah. And I think that's something that we saw. I know that um, Angel and, I mean, a lot of weed and stuff does play with genre a lot. And so yes. does pull a lot of those tropes. And I think we kind of saw that in a previous episode when Angel basically, like, summarizes the thesis of Angel. Yeah. Which is that, like, if nothing we do matters, then the only thing... That matters is what we do. Yeah. Which is, I think, a huge thing in Westerns in general. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And also in noir, I feel like. Because noir can kind of end up I feel up like very... the noir is where, is like the city Western. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That mm-hmm. totally like, tracks. Yeah. Totally. Ah, ah. The city Western. City Western. I'm so glad we got through that, guys. Mm-hmm. All off of one joke. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, uh, le- let's talk about uh, Landa, Landoc. Oh, the brother, or the, the, brother. the cousin the, person. Yeah, the cousin, yeah. the person. person, the warrior. Yeah, mm-hmm. of the Death War clan. Yes, right. Um, so he and Lauren are basically cut from the same cloth, right? Like yes. they they are originally of of the same whatever, but mm-hmm. they clan. take right. They take different. Yes, you're right. Clan. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> um, but Lauren comes here mm-hmm. and presumably was already like on a path to being a more like sensitive version, yeah. of what they are, mm-hmm. right? I think he always felt out of place, like he didn't belonging the name of the episode <laughs> like he didn't belonging <laughs> well and it's funny because we've been talking a lot about belonging lately of like where you grew up versus where you like choose to make your adult life mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. so i always think of lauren that way like he grew up one place but then he chooses la as his home mm-hmm. like that's his chosen home yeah which does allow him to be more sensitive mm-hmm. which kind of does speak to the the thing that you were talking about with the uh the demon that they weren't respecting his culture yeah. by killing it like yeah, Lauren can be in a place where, like, you can be more sensitive to that sort of thing and yes. where you can see, and Lauren says this, too, like, how can you uh, joust with someone when you sort of see their yeah. their perspective? Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know. Really I, I I liked all of that stuff with Lauren being like, I don't, and, and like, Angel's responding to it, too, and I, I mm-hmm. was hoping to get, like, I wanted to know what you guys thought of that scene when he's like, you know, my world's just, like, black and white, good and evil, and Angel's like, yep, can't imagine that. Mm-hmm. Is Angel like secretly longing for that? Does he want there to be a world where he can just be the good guy? 
I think so. I think he's secretly longing for it on some level uh-huh. just because I think he for so long has been on this path to redemption without mm-hmm. feeling like he knows exactly what he has to do to achieve it. And he's felt very – I mean, I think he's recently had his epiphany where he's like, all that I do all, – all, all that matters is what I do. But I think Angel would prefer a world where he just knows exactly his role and just does it and can like – do like A, B, and C, and then accomplish D. Right, where he's got like a clear finish line. Like yeah. now, no matter no matter what, there'll never be a point where it's like, you are good now. Right, because it never ends. Right. Well, and that's, I mean, that is what his epiphany was, is that he's yeah. living in hell. So I think that he does. I think when Lauren is, because te- Lauren's thing is like a long monologue, like talking mm-hmm. about it. I think mm-hmm. the whole time Angel is imagining how great that would, how that he kind of longs for that. Yeah. Because that is what he wants. I mean, in the, I think it was the, first episode of angel he literally jousts or maybe it's like one of the first episodes it was the first episode of this season of right? oh, was the baby season yeah oh okay yeah the so I, trial or the judgment or i something. talked about it with you guys oh <laughs> yeah i was like i do remember it yeah. happened <laughs> um so like yeah it's it, he would love to joust he he doesn't shrug off the idea of being a champion yeah like he does not reject that idea he likes that idea. So well, I, and he he literally picks up the sword that um Landoc leaves. Yeah, he's behind. ready to go. Yeah. He picks up the discarded sword and he's mm-hmm. after that the, yeah. the monster. Right. He wants to dragon. battle. Yeah. Um and I don't know that that like is his even his best self, but I yeah, I think when he's hearing that he's thinking how neat how simple much more simple his life would be. Yeah, and I think um the first up until Epiphany episode, I think what we've been seeing is him trying to face a world that isn't black and white while like using means that are like him being like, okay, I'm going to, all I have to do is be a hero, right? Like that's what I have to do. But like, it's, I mean, we see that there are demons that aren't all evil. Like Mm -hmm. we see that there are people that really suck. And so I think that journey, he's wishing that he could have applied everything that he did in seasons like 1.5 to like, oh, there's a world where that would actually work. That would be amazing. Yeah, whereas what he – and I said he learned that Earth is hell, but what he really learned is everything is a net zero. Yep. So nothing he does is going to make a positive net impact on the world. Because everything's always – Because it's all balanced. Yeah. That's just what it is. Yeah. And he has a pretty good gig in terms of at least what we've seen so far. It seems like the powers that be make sure everything's okay. Yeah, they like, keep lining things up for They keep lining <laughs> shit up, so it's going to be all right. Yeah. I think it's still funny how sometimes Cordy will get a vision and Wes will be like – but we're working on this other thing. And I'm like, you haven't figured out yet that if she gets a vision, like, like that's the it's thing related. It's connect to yeah. the thing. Yeah. <laughs> like, it's not separate. <laughs> these, like, these visions are not but, coincidences. I mean, Wesley's also a little bit incompetent from time to time. Like, yeah. they when they go chasing after this this demon, right? Mm-hmm. Um, Angel picks up the sword and Wesley's like, I got a flare. Oh, when his idea of like distracting it with the flare, which it literally eats, it eats it. <laughs> it's the ultimate fuck you to like yeah. you. You do, we've got nothing. I'm going yeah. to eat your flare. They need gun. Is that how they store pallets? By the way, just like just stacked in piles. up, just in in huge stacks, and you just had to like walk between them. Doesn't have to be wide enough to get a forklift through to like get them out. I think it depends on how you. So is that where they were running through the fork, yeah. forklift path? I think path? you would just yeah. need. I think you could stack them as close you together this way, as long as where the forklift is coming from could get it the first. Because mm. it just, just like, goes under like this and lifts. So sure, I guess it depends on how many access. you need. Yeah, at a time. Yeah. But yeah. You, but me, I guess I'm thinking a world where you don't have that many forklifts. 
You've got like one or two. So like you would do first set <laughs> yeah. and you would go put them somewhere else and load up stuff and then you come get another uh-huh. stack of oh my God, I'm picturing like this place crawling with forklifts and they're like, beep, 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 come on, I got to get around. It's <laughs> like a nightmare. It's a nightmare. It's so, like bumper cars. Driving forklift a forklift forklifts. is kind of fun. We should go to Vegas and do that thing. I, okay. Say again? Break it down. <laughs> okay. There's a place called, I think it's like something playground or something and they let you operate Heavy machinery. No. Do yeah. so you get to knock stuff down? Yeah. You get like to drive caterpillars and like bulldozers and okay. it's a lot of money and you have to sign a scary waiver. But Wait. Of course. When you say a lot of money, you mean like in a the lot. hundreds? Yes. Per person. But it's four hours. Four hours? Yeah. I can't do anything for four hours. Here's the thing. I think there's a heavy training component. <laughs> oh, I don't want to get trained. So <laughs> you just want to be let loose. Bulldozer. Okay, I'll do it like tandem skydiving. I'll sit. I would love to just sit and you just let me press the button yeah. that makes the cannonball. What do they call that? Wrecking well, ball? Yeah. I mean, unless you're firing a cannon. <laughs> oh, I'd also do that too. I'd fire a cannon. But where to where? The ocean. Uh, Yeah, or like um, someone builds a thing for, for being destroyed. Ooh, or a, a fat guy who's wearing... um goggles and he's been trained to take the cannonball to the, oh, to the belly. Yes. Yeah. That would be fun. That would be really cool. fun. Oh, God. Okay, so I don't think I'm going to go to that thing in Vegas. It's too much money. I think it's like, it's, it's a lot. Especially because you would feel silly because people literally get paid money to do that. Yeah. And you'd be paying a bunch of money to do it. It's just, it's kind of, it's all, it's disrespectful <laughs> to the people who actually do that. You're worried about appropriating. Listen, uh, I'm, a, I'm appropriating <laughs> the construction culture. worker culture. I drove a forklift for a job that I worked. Yeah. Did um, you like it? It's fine. It's stressful because like you've got these forks that are so far away from you, and you're yeah. you're piercing like the, these little areas. You just got. Did you ever like be like whoops 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 whoops? whoops. <laughs> uh, yeah, I no, I split a pallet once. Um, Patrick, what was on it? I don't know. I don't remember. You'll never know. <laughs> I mean, it was, you it was hit the I will take that secret to my grave. <laughs> um. I like that Angel finishes this fight by throwing the sword mm-hmm. uh, into the dragon. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, it's how I finish most fights in uh, Breath of the Wild. I can't believe we got How far are we? We are two hours and eight minutes into this podcast he... before there were any mentions of Breath of the Wild. I thought we were going to no, get it when I mean, Switch came up, yeah. but it did it. It was I mean, amazing. Blood has been leaking out of his mouth this whole time from <laughs> holding right. it in. And my ears. Yeah. Just a... We can't hear it. He's going to take the headphones. Splash. <laughs> <laughs> No, but you swing your sword for a while, yeah. and then it's like the sword is going to break, and I'm like, great, I huck it at the enemy, and usually that's enough damage to kill him. That's awesome. I want to see you do that in real life, because when you <laughs> huck the sword, you put your hand kind of like on your hip. I throw the sword. I throw the sword. <laughs> You're like, it's very ginger. <laughs> it's hard to mime throwing a sword yeah, at a hard. table here. It is I've hard. never thrown a sword. I've never thrown a sword. I don't, I've only hold, I think, oh. I was going to say, I don't know if I've held a sword, but I held a sword at Foddle's house because he has a sword. Yeah. I think he, he still he has that sword. Did that sword make it to DC with Foddle? Well, I don't think he flew with it. <laughs> <laughs> Foddle, if you're hearing this, just uh, text us and let us know. Just say yes or no. Sword. Yeah. Yeah, just yes or no. Apropos else. of nothing. Because, mm-hmm. you know, I was actually really happy when Colin did that. Um, when we said, Colin, text us with just the Harry Potter books that you've read. And we got a group text that just said, books like one through three or something. I didn't remember what that, I didn't, yeah. I was just like, <laughs> I remember seeing it and being like, mm. like, okay, Colin. Yeah, I, for a second I was like, all right. And then I was like, oh, Harry Potter. <laughs> I was like, I knew he didn't read all of them. <laughs> yeah. Okay. I feel like we've covered, oh, okay. We end this episode. Mm. 
Demon Land. Demon Land. But I don't know that there's more to say about that. We already talked about our outfit. Oh, that the denim, noises. The noises. The weird bark. So they're, they're still, like, just before uh, Cordy and the monster disappear into this mm-hmm. portal, they're still questioning her. They're still, like, not, like, they, they st- they're still not, like, giving her the respect she deserves. Yeah. Although that she does, me. she does fuck it up, so... Right? Yeah. Like, it gets rid of the demon, but it also gets rid of her. Yes. Mm. Which, I mean, I mean, here's the thing that she should have realized. When she saw the vision, the person reading the book got sucked in to the portal. Yep. And she's like, I'm going to read it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to read it. What's the worst that could happen? But I did, I was frustrated that they were like, are you sure that'll work? It's like, mm-hmm. bitch, she gets these fucking mm-hmm. visions. Like, just trust her. Yeah. They don't respect her. Uh-uh. That's all I'm saying. Which I feel like if they don't, if you don't respect someone, I think they you deserve having them sucked up into a portal. You'll realize what you're missing. Okay. (laughs) If you don't respect your friend, you deserve that your friend gets sucked into a portal. That's a punishment for For you. You You feel real bad. (laughs) Her hair looks great, chunky, chunky. Mm -hmm. Yeah. As soon as she washes out whatever they do to her at the set, do you know how tangled her hair must have been? Well, yeah. teasing. The way they, oh. oh God. Okay, when she gets back from hair and makeup and it's all pinned up, yeah. I was like, that's not going to do a good thing for her hair. And then we saw it down. And I was like, yep. <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> like, how did a professional hair person mm-hmm. be like, oh, this is how we're doing it? Like, not even hot rollers or something. Nothing. It was like twists and like pit. I don't know what was happening with that. It was random twists. <laughs> Like and her, a lot of hairspray. Yeah, her hair should have been on point and then her makeup be bad. Because having food poisoning does not make your hair... Not affect your hair. Yeah. It doesn't. I mean, the whole commercial is... Ridiculous. I, you're right. I'm sorry. I'm yeah. jumping back in time. Also, the bikini was so strange. Yeah, super strange. With like with these the shells. Puffs? Yeah, I was like, are they like... They were shells. But even still, that's were. crazy. That's weird. It wouldn't be in a TV commercial. That's no. like some print stuff. Yes. Like a highly stylized print ad. Yeah. That's like uh, commercials don't have girls in shell bikinis. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, even like, because the commercials for suntan lotion. Mm-hmm. Who's supposed to buy the suntan lotion? I've, I don't, mom. Yeah. Mom is not interested in your shells. Yeah. She wants you to look fit, healthy, like you have three kids mm-hmm. and you still are banging. Right. Mm-hmm. What, is this, what is this commercial about? Nobody knows Draper would rip this thing apart. Yes, he would. Uh, Draper's not into it. Did you see that Heinz is using one of the Mad Men? I did see that. Pass the Heinz. I don't know. I I think that's great. If I were a brand, I would use all of the Mad Men at ideas. The carousel thing? Yes. We'll save that for Madcast. Yeah. (laughs) Is that before or after we do Bonanza cast? (laughs) Oh my God, 15 seasons. Okay, Okay, already talked about pretty much everything I care about Westerns. (laughs) Do you know how so bored we would be with every episode it would just be us talking no it'd be yeah. it would just be like it would just be if we had one of those podcasts that doesn't have a plot we'd be like um, a plot this one has a plot <laughs> oh my god okay is it are there ongoing it. character arcs i don't this is about me and ryan's character <laughs> journey we're on a journey for redemption and either you'll get it or you won't we probably won't <laughs> well everything's a drop in the bucket yeah all that matters is that we sit here and record every week <laughs> <laughs> if nothing really matters then all that matters if nothing you do matters then all that matters is what you do on the air that's the podcaster's credo right uh-huh. there <laughs> speaking of which uh hey patrick do you have anything to plug yeah nintendo cartridge society it's my oh. podcast with mark mitchell we talk about nintendo stuff you can check it out on itunes and uh 
other places you find podcasts. Mogi was on it recently. Woo! Yeah, it was really fun. We talked about the movie The Wizard. So good. Uh, or bad. Yeah, yeah, Enjoyable. It's, Talking about it was fun. It's so bad. <laughs> <laughs> That's a Power Glove reference. Mm-hmm. So listen to that. Also, uh, same day shipping, guys, to show that the three of us and Colin do together. Mm-hmm. Yep. Every Thursday night at 8, 8.05. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we go live on Facebook we'll Live. We'll say an average of 8.03. <laughs> yeah. 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 Sometimes much later. Yeah. Um, but we give relationship advice, uh, all framed by fictional things. Mm-hmm. Last time we talked about uh, anti anti shipping. Mm-hmm. Um, we talked a lot about Logan. Mm-hmm. Yes, a couple weeks ago we talked about uh, some Buffy verse. Oh yeah, yeah, unconventional ships. And Patrick came up with like the best one. Thank you for saying that. <laughs> I don't think it is, but okay. Uh, Gun and Riley. I love it. I'm into it, man. I want I mean, them to stake the same vampire at the same time from either side, not know that the other one is there, and then kiss over the ashes. Okay. And they're like, pretend coughing? like it's not the best thing ever. <laughs> it's so good. So good. Cool. I think we covered everything we got to do. <laughs> it's all of it. Mm-hmm. Um, so, so next week. Yeah. Should, uh, should we go out with a song? Okay, we should, but let us, we're going to say okay, what we're doing next week. So next week on Buffy, we're going to do Tough Love and Spiral. And then in two weeks, when we come back to the show Angel, <laughs> which on the WB, it aired after after Buffy, which was really interesting. And <laughs> we're going to do the final three episodes of the season over the rainbow, through the looking glass, and there's no place like Blurch, Blurch Blurch. Blurb. Yes. Okay. I think it's time. Take us out. Christian Kane. Mm-hmm.